1: synthesizer microwave me give me your drug so i can make seven babies pump my breasts up can you suck the fat up please make my life appear like ain't no such thing as bad luck my nose ain't right like i need a new one just take your pick a yellow red or black or a blue one virtual reality virtual bullshit synthesizer preachers can reach you up in the pulpit who a bitch give me my gas so i can smoke this nigga tell his mama not to cry because they can't come no quicker than to take his daddy to make them niggas in verbatim thought-provoking records radio never played them it's thick quick grits new improve hurry hurry rush rush world on the move marijuana illegal but cigarettes cool i might look kind of funny but i ain't no fool hey welcome to the blackout Test podcast your host rod and we're in the house on uh saturday
0: yes we are
1: saturday morning guys so you guys know what that means uh well saturday afternoon technically um a little late start but um it means it's feedback time
2: Mm-hmm
1: so we're going to read all the stuff you guys sent us in five-star reviews uh we're going to look at uh all the stuff that you said about uh the podcast on the dot uh because you can leave comments there for each podcast episode we're gonna read your emails we're gonna play your voicemails if they went through uh (laughs) we're gonna do all that stuff today and we appreciate y'all for even messing with us and supporting the show and keeping it going. Um, So, am looking forward to that. Um
0: Yes, we are. And one thing I'd like to say for you, move on. I think we forgot to say this last week, but um EVE gave us a bag full of stuff. I don't mm-hmm. remember if we mentioned her name or not. We, but I, We
1: I, didn't, and okay. she left a note too, right? Yes, she did. Rod and Karen, I hope you enjoy the treats as much as I enjoy your podcast, EVE with a heart. Um, yes thank you and we have been enjoying your treats
0: mm-hmm.
1: um and uh the other thing i did want to mention we were on a podcast as guest yes. we were on um the podcast of. hold on, let me actually make sure i got the right name i know it's black love but it's like mm-hmm. i know it's like another word in there too um but we were on a podcast about black love because mm-hmm. you know we black and we love each other and stuff um <laughs> uh black love matters is the name of mm-hmm. it uh, and uh we it's had a, really a good, good time po-
0: yeah it's a really good podcast
1: we got interviewed about our relationship and stuff and the podcast and we also uh did an advice segment mm-hmm. it was fun mm-hmm. y'all go check them out all right let's uh actually give props to the people that took the time out uh to donate to the show because mm-hmm. you know without them uh we wouldn't be uh living life this fabulous okay guys uh so let me play my donation song. I dedicate this
2: song to recession, depression, and unemployment.
1: This for to
0: you. Today's a new day.
1: That's right, new day. Time to talk about this money. money. Jason J, recurring donator. Thank you, Jason. Hey. We appreciate you. Katie G, recurring donator. Thank you, Katie. Hey. Adam S with the recurring donation. Adam, thank you so much. Mm-hmm. Michael S, recurring donator, and he's a brand new recurring donator. Thanks, hey. Mike. Hey. Bambi uh H, recurring donator. Thank you, Bambi. She's also new. Yeah. Go to the new members uh, class. Say,
0: Bambi sound new.
1: Yeah. Y'all go to the new members class, okay mm-hmm. guys? Uh Conrad will lead you guys into the worship. Mm-hmm. Nerds in luxury, the luxurious nerds, recurring donation.
2: Yes,
1: Asia D. Yes, Asia D. Recurring donator. Mm-hmm. Tanya D. Latanya D. Recurring donator. Latanya D. Candice H. Recurring donator. Thank you, Candice. Candace. Hey, Candace. M. With the recurring donation, mm-hmm. sending the young people's choir. We're gonna send them on a pilgrimage to Africa. Justin J. Recurring donator. Thank you mm-hmm. very much. Marvin B. Yes, Marvin B. Recurring donator. Thank you so much. Mm-hmm, thank er, you, baby. Early days of photography. Recurring donator. K.M. I think this must, uh, that was new. Too, yeah. I don't remember that name either. Yeah. Uh, Nicole F. Recurring donator. Uh, Jay Fool. The homie Jay Fool started a, a brand new recurring donator. Thank, thank, thank you. Thank you, baby. Uh, Mr. Span, of course, from the Span Report, uh, podcast gave us a recurring donation uh Andy S hit us with the recurring donation. Thank you very much, Andy. Thank you, Andy. Corey B recurring donator. Thank you, Corey. Mm-hmm. stefan H recurring donator. Mary H recurring donator. Man, it's only been a week, y'all I came know. through. Omot A recurring donator. I'm pretty sure that's new.
0: Mm-hmm. A lot of new people today.
1: Janine R recurring donator. Thank you, Janine. Patrick D recurring donator. We appreciate you, Patrick. Hey, baby alexander m recurring donator thank you so much uh eric m recurring donator attitude check
0: bronco pride
1: correct waste beads by sewer recurring donator donate on I me mean. uh michael irvin playmaker recurring donator jasmine a recurring donator and she's also brand new got a one-time donation from kenneth c who writes sorry i had to miss NegroCon, but we really enjoy hearing the live show recording and the recap I put my friend Ali onto the blackout tips in the last few months and he's hooked. He loves the show and so do I. Oh, Be Touch. Thanks, man. Oh,
0: thank you, baby.
1: Appreciate you, Be Touch. Mm-hmm. Uh, Tyrone M, recurring donator. Thank you so much. Thank you. Jason F, recurring donator. Thank you, Jason. Mm-hmm. Terry W, recurring donator. And that's all, but good grief, those a lot of people, right?
2: Yeah. We was gone for
1: two weeks and we didn't take that long to read them. So much
2: You look, you look so much better when you look in the mirror. You look so much better oh. when you always remember. You look so it's much better, you so better when, you when you smile. I can't explain. Like I power, Fell
1: from heaven like a shower. This
2: is what I do
1: all right all right let's talk about the five star reviews you guys left us those are our faves okay um so yeah joe so flaw i guess south florida says one of my favorite five stars blackout test is one of those must listen podcasts and i have lots of podcasts in my feed rod and karen are amazing and bring their sense of humor to discussions about various topics game of thrones or walking dead fans need to check out their episode recaps too thank you thank you baby RVA girl says, I got five on it. Hey, five stars. Ever since subscribing to this podcast at the end of last year, I've been absolutely obsessed and always listen to the new episodes as soon as they pop up on my phone. I know it's not easy, but y'all always keep it effervescent, intelligent, and I'm always singing along while trying to chuckle quietly at my desk. Oh, thank you. (laughs) Thank you. And we appreciate you listening and supporting. Don't forget, if you're not from the U.S., if you're in another country, if you're in Canada, Mexico, Mexico, Guam, I don't know all the other countries. And that's not the content. The, the the actual fifty states of the United States. Mm-hmm. Let us know because we cannot see your um, five star reviews.
0: Yeah, I mean we might check Canada every nine damn right. You no, know,
1: but we need y'all to to, to let, let us, us know, know On uh,
0: social media, send an right. email, like something to let us know.
1: And then we'll go check it and we'll read it. As people, we got fans all over the world because I can see it from the downloads mm-hmm. you know and if you get go to itunes in your respective location mm-hmm. just let us know and we will check it out because like i said we want to uh keep a keep a track of this man we yeah. want to know we- what you guys think about the show
0: right and somebody someone mad? i left them a review and they didn't read it we didn't know baby you got to let us know
1: yeah like there's so many countries that i can't check them all mm-hmm. um you know but if you're like in somewhere in africa one of those if you're in ghana and you leave us a five-star review yeah, yeah. let us know I we will read your review in
0: australia let us know because we mm-hmm. don't get
1: that either we absolutely we'll check this shit out so all right uh let's go ahead and get into the other reviews from stitcher i think we got one uh new review on stitcher where did i put that here we go uh akim says great show five stars it's a akim i'm a long-time listener I mean, Akeem, sorry, Akeem. It's Akeem, a Sorry, a cam. It's a A long time listener, and I'm overdue for a review. I'm just here to say that Hot Ninja cover is pure flames. Keep up the great work. Oh, so some people do like the covers. Okay, cool. All right. Thank you. You're the reason that we keep it going because people like you, um, you know, that really appreciate what we do. Mhm. Mhm. Uh, all right. Let's see. Uh, we had feedback show. 1469 which was negro Con 2017 recap uh the first ever negro Con. yes
0: sir
1: uh y'all did leave some comments let me check out what y'all had to say about this um we got four comments oh wait i'm on the wrong page we got four comments uh first we got falcons diva who says I love the detailed recap of Negro Kinda Your Experience flying first class? LOL at poor people snacks. Your flight episode, your flight examples remind me of two experiences. Back in 2009, my girls and I were traveling to DC for the inauguration. We all had the status on Delta, had status on Delta, so we were able to board early and get our carry-ons in the overhead bin. My girl's bag was in the bin across from me, but she was a few rows back. The older this older white guy gets on decides to put his laptop in the same bin with her bag. He shifts her bag around about to put his laptop in after he gets in there he couldn't close the bin because of where he moved her bag. he then shrugged his shoulders and says under his breath something like oh well i looked him dead in the face stood up and proceeded to put my girl's bag back where it was originally then i put his laptop on top of her bag but it was i wasn't very gentle with it he kept saying be careful and i ignored him after i sat down he got up and placed his laptop under the seat in front of him where that mofo should have been in the first place right i was not to be it was i was not to be messed with as we were going to see our black president take office uh secondly on my recent trip to abu dhabi girl you be glow hmm. what you doing the you got the uh plane in your bio on instagram falcons diva let me find I out mad uh, your
0: passport probably fool
1: right uh, I had, uh, economy comfort seats overseas. This class had the same priority as first class. so uh, everybody started getting in line to get on the plane and rude folks were cutting in front of me. I was cool because all I had was my backpack. So if there was no more overhead space, I could easily put it under the seat. So all these folks rushed the board before me, but we realized that we had to take a shuttle from the terminal to the plane. Everyone's getting on the first shuttle and I see a guy waving folks to the second shuttle. So I head down there. He thanked me for coming and I get a prime seat near the door. Mind you. I was stand, it was standing room only on the first shuttle. Well, the second shuttle actually left before the first shuttle. Guess who was the first aboard the plane? Yeah, girl. I was looking, I was looking real smug at those folks that kept cutting in front of me at the gate. I'm headed to DC in August to see the museum. I already know I'm not going to make it all the way through in one visit, but I'm definitely making it to the restaurant. As an Aggie, I must see the huge picture of Greensboro for, of the Greensboro for my first trip. Ah, okay. Yeah they had though they had them in there several times but i've also seen that picture before but yeah man white people crazy it really should be called the white people ain't shit museum um (laughs) jay full says hearing the negro con recaps all after across the participating shows made my heart so full I've been listening to Blackout Tips since episode 10 or so, and y'all were my gateway drug to podcast. Y'all set the bar so high that I often find it hard to get interested in other podcasts that aren't consistent or just seem to be going through the motions. While y'all were away, I discovered that my student discount title plug had expired, and I was paying the full 20 for the high five. Yo, me too though, but but I like the high five. I do too. I like it's, the high five. It's
0: worth every dime. It's so crystal clear. I I, I'm
1: not why. even a, a music nerd like that, but I can definitely tell you know, the, the fucking difference. Yeah,
0: she, especially if you're in your vehicle, mm-hmm. like if you're in your car, you'll be like, God damn, didn't know it's a little light flute that blew five seconds into the song. Where the fuck that come from? Right, its mean, this song 20 years.
1: If I have a, a choice between something on Spotify, or something on title, I listen to it on title. The only thing I, the only thing that I would say for title, that's a little like, and you can't share your playlist. I don't think. Oh, like i, I can share it on social media but like i don't know if you can f- oh wait i don't actually know if that's true
0: i think you because i've
1: created playlists i just never shared them
0: yeah you probably can't I, I, mean, I wonder I don't
1: if you can follow know. my playlist uh you know what we'll, we'll do an experiment we'll after see. the show we'll see yeah, we'll if see. you follow me on twitter uh i'm gonna I'm a tweet out a playlist uh that i made and y'all let me know if y'all can um if y'all can follow it uh and then we'll see because i know spotify is like really tuned in with your social media like mm-hmm. facebook and shit this is a little different um anyway but it do sound better though i did notice the difference mm, come on i love the difference it,
0: and it is a big 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 difference
1: yep um all right oh, no. what's wrong is uh you're moving on my screen mm, yeah, yeah karen you're fine in my chat is, wh- who's having problems
0: oh somebody having problems and, and oh d ph yeah, done and, and my um uh, for some reason
1: yeah everybody else say you fine okay all right
0: i'm going to use uh, the other camera so but, but keep talking
1: okay uh so yeah J. full that was his um he says uh i just so he says um since i didn't notice the difference in my budget i decided to donate a little extra to podcasts i love in addition to premium so proud of you guys truly amazing how far you come amen thank you J. full thank you uh social media says Negocon was amazing and restorative thanks thank you guys so much for helping to bring it to your listeners I uh, hope it becomes a regular thing. I got my life at the end of the black, uh, blackout tips, uh, when the blackout tips came up, of course. It also reminded me of how freaking funny Where's My 40 Acres and Sandy Check are. They right?
0: are. They are so good. Don't underestimate people, y'all. I know some people go, I listen to y'all and I don't listen to nobody. There is some good shit out there. Branch out when we suggest these people to you. We don't suggest just any old body to y'all guys.
1: We don't bring y'all no trash.
0: Well, I that true? we if they come on this show, they are not trash.
1: Speaking of which, uh, this week we're supposed to bring two, new podcast uh misandry with marcia and ray are gonna be guests tomorrow on sunday and i think tuesday was supposed to have a crew from playable characters podcast which we've been raving over so so much fun uh, i think you guys will be introduced to to some more podcasts if you're not listening to those already yes um the best thing now the best thing i now have faces to put with all the voices i listen to every week karen you are strikingly gorgeous and just lit up the stage oh thank you that's what i'm saying can y'all believe i get to have sex with that you know what i'm saying <laughs> oh lord the game is the game is rigged for men <laughs> i was way off base with most of these guys lol but now i can see your expressions when they say certain things during podcasts somehow it makes the shows funnier anyway i hope y'all keep it up thank you social media
0: thank you uh
1: and the poll was did you know what amuse bush is because we did not
0: Mm-mm. it we was, was a in, good chocolate ball that's probably not the official name that said, but it was a chocolate ball with chocolate.
1: We was up in that damn fancy ass restaurant place. down there with like, I wonder them. what that's gonna be
0: yeah I was having a ball down there with Twan and Jackson and them just acting all they put all the country people on the right side of the table so we could just roast down there and have a good time
1: hmm uh but yeah so uh yes I'm fancy forty six percent of y'all said yes y'all fancy or no i didn't 55 five four percent of y'all said no i didn't jane says my country ass knows what a amuse bouche is only because i watch a lot of cooking and food shows never been to a restaurant that serves them mm. well something new for everybody i guess because mm-hmm. i'm not even gonna front i was like what a what now uh, who what, the the bush? What what is we doing here? They gonna come amuse us, right? They gonna tell some jokes,
0: right? Then they got you these tiny ass forks and spoon. What the fuck I' supposed to do with this? By the time I finish nibbling on, I could have popped it in my mouth.
1: Yeah, I had to take a selfie with that little fork because I felt so fancy. I <laughs> know. Uh, anyway, uh, episode fourteen seventy uh chicken crimes where we had my dad on mm-hmm. for father's day belated father's day and i saw a lot of people on social media really enjoyed my dad a lot of people was tweeting about him uh appreciate y'all
0: yeah we love having his parents on
1: the ramsey ph dunn says five stars and beyond rod's father is too cool enjoy your podcast even though i spent one hour in church and missed the last half the remix of the ken doll pointing the gun about one chicken nugget and everything prior to me going to church at 10 30 a.m yesterday was classic love you guys and i wish the podcast blessings thank, thank you. you baby brooklyn shoe says love this episode rod's dad got the smooth quiet storm voice loved it and his comments and when rod called cornrow ken doll trey songs i just burst out laughing because he does look like trey more podcasts with rod's folks thank you i'll mm-hmm. see if they want to be on again i
0: know right i mean they don't have
1: to come once a year they can i mean they listen to the show they know they welcome anytime i know we keep
0: it to once a year but yeah
1: i mean we know for a fact they will be on at least once a year but they can always come on falcon Diva says great show papa marl has so much personality i love that he truly enjoyed his time on the show rod your parents are great and i can see why you turned out to be a pretty cool dude oh thank you Mm -hmm. and uh yeah they are great um the poll was would you get violent over chicken yes or no I think this poll results uh, a little bit I'm not gonna I'm gonna you know what I'm gonna have to call y'all some liars I hate to do it ah. I hate to do it but 41% of y'all said yes you'll get violent over chicken and I, I believe y'all but 59% said y'all would not get violent over chicken and unless suddenly 59% of our audience not black I'm gonna have to go with the y'all some motherfucking bald ass face liars um <laughs> is my if my blood show sugar is low i will says brooklyn shoe babe an honest upstanding woman of christ but the rest of y'all heathens Mm -mm. save the lies uh we had episode uh 1471 BET awards 2017 where we me and karen watched the BET awards on sunday night and then we recapped this shit yes sir and uh we had a good time Mm mm-hmm talking about uh I love
0: the BT wars. BT wars is literally on I can not I can't really speak for Facebook, but I know for Twitter it's like a big ass reunion. I think some people that's the only time of the year they tweet and then they go away. Mm-hmm. Like they go, "It's BT wars, let me log in." Because you see people who hadn't tweeted in like months come out the blue. It is so it it be so lit and so much fun. Mhm. it it be the jokes, be the jokes and the GIFs and now um Twitter on the actual Twitter uh app and also the twitter um app on your computer that stepped this game up so now you can actually use gifts and things like that which makes it so much funner
1: yeah uh also it looks like uh right when i clicked on it our website just went down oh for some reason unless it's just not connected for me
2: oh let me let me but check, uh
1: check you... yeah it just i just clicked on the comments it was like uh nigga what comments uh air timed out up oh, all right that was a good feedback show guys i guess uh we will see what happens tomorrow well Mm-mm. it's going it's working on my phone okay oh wait this mean i gotta go look this shit up on my phone instead of the site on my computer am i still on the screen on my computer oh
0: yeah internet everything got working internet working chat room working everything working
1: man this some bullshit y'all hold on let me see if i put it in chrome if it pop up ain't this some shit live podcasting, right know live podcasting with the black guy who tips all right let's see if i put it in here and maybe it's just my browser or something i don't know oh, no.
0: we're about to see
1: damn it came up in um chrome what the fuck ah! uh it's just hating on firefox right now you okay, well
0: we'll anyway i guess
1: i'll read it through chrome well, this, this Fuck one. it, we we
0: do it live
1: uh, i'll go on record as just being some bullshit though because <laughs> come on i didn't do anything in Firefox. i'm gonna close firefox try to open back up but i didn't do anything wrong in firefox it just was like fuck it um uh, anyway here's the comments uh 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 hi karen and karen this is from Rigo. hi karen and karen's husband i love you hey both baby i love you both thank you on bruno mars there's been a lot of discussion as to how his per- people Uh, person of color POC background of being Hawaiian Filipino identifies identifies him as non-black but the problem with that argument is that it completely ignores his Puerto Rican roots historically Puerto Rico has an indigenous population until it was invaded by European settler Christopher Columbus which led to slaves being brought to the island there's been a lot going on politically since that time but eventually Puerto Rico would go on to pass a one drop rule oh we all know the infamous one drop rule where a person would be considered racially white if they could just prove in the past four generations they had a white blood relative. Oh, so they had a reverse one-drop rule. Okay. Ah! Shit, moving on up.
0: I'm trying to tell you.
1: So white Puerto Rico ethnic makeup is technically considered white by some there's a long genealogy of these poc having african roots that have been politically denied by the anti-black culture back to bruno mars he can he's come out and talked about his ancestry and how he's not ashamed of being puerto rican or black since cultural appropriation is the adoption or use of elements of one culture by members of another culture i find it difficult to accuse bruno mars of cultural appropriation he's a black man giving credit to and uh, using black music to make the bank and re- represent his own experiences the fact that he also has genes from other places in the world is irrelevant unless one is trying to erase challenge his black afro Latinx ex- experience
0: and that bingo you got people just trying to say he ain't black so fuck him and i'm like mm-hmm. we're just a welcoming group overall you know mm-hmm. it's some people and truth be told why people are judging Let's keep it real. There's no race that's quote unquote pure. why people quote unquote won't point fingers and judge you ain't black. You brown. You are brown.
1: Well, I will say this from what I have heard, and this is not with. I want to emphasize very seriously. I do not give a fuck
0: Mm-mm. for
1: the most part. Like, I don't. I don't really. And this is not, like I said, when I told y'all earlier that I'm not really a fan or a stand of his, like, I have no problem with Bruno Mars but I just literally haven't had the time to really go through his catalog, so it's not even about, like, I like his music so much. Y'all stop talking about Bruno. I I literally did not even know any of this shit about uh, he's black or not black. I, just, I always just looked at him, thought, he's something, and moved the fuck on, because my funny. life is not that fuck. Like, I am not the arbiter of who gets to do black shit. Nope. And I know that I do not get to decide that. And normally the thing that gets you kicked out of doing black shit is saying some fucked up shit about black people that's typically that's been the way that it's worked even these white people that do black shit normally they don't get kicked the fuck out until they say something fucked up about black people and then we'd be like if you don't get the fuck out of here black people are so i in my opinion the reason we are so fucking beautiful is because we come in every shape shade color we love people who love us back right we accept people who sometimes don't even deserve it but Mm -hmm. we will but we will accept you and and show you love until you fucking wound us and then you get the fuck on but um that's why i love us you know what i mean like that's that's the kind of That's what I want to spread with the things I do. I want people to feel that warmth too. Like, Mm -hmm. no, I don't want to be hurt by you. No, I do not have to bend over for you or any of this shit. But if, if you can come in and respectfully, you know, uh, find your place, find your path, I don't have a problem with you learning my dance moves. I don't have a problem with you fucking singing a song. I don't have a, I don't have a problem with you, uh, being in a movie. Like, I don't, I don't have a problem with these things. Other people might, all black people are not a monolith but right so so all that to say i didn't even know about him never claiming being black or him somehow being black but not claiming it like i never heard that i never heard him deny his blackness right or um say that he is black to be honest uh and people were sending out interview quotes but every interview quote kind of was the same it was like well i'm puerto rican and black and black music is american music like it wasn't him being like i'm black or i'm not black my assumption was he must not be black because he's not saying i'm black and it sounded like he wasn't trying to say i grew up feel like i'm black and i grew up this way i i don't know you know and also we in the south like i know up north and stuff like, like you have different, different like kind of right. cultural or ethnic uh diversity in in some like especially like new york city and Mm -hmm. shit like you might have like oh that is the cuban part of our city this is the mexican part of our city this is the china this is china part part of our city this is is japan part of the listen of korea town we don't really have that here so i my experience isn't one of um oh well that's different to to, down here in the south it's basically white black and other
0: yeah that that's how it's divided
1: right and to be honest if you ain't white then you kind of with us that's whether that's how whether, I view
0: it, whether
1: you, know? you want to be or not not saying it mm-hmm. some motherfuckers don't want to be with us but the the reality of it is they ain't fucking with you if you ain't white right you. now the di the big ass difference is up north they're very permissive with the idea of like uh you can be uh cuban and from the bronx and say nigga you can be puerto rican you can say nigga you could be latino and say nigga like that's just something like i'm dominican and i say nigga but i'm not black you know like there that's a thing that that they do up there that we don't do down here mm-hmm. like if you say nigga you better be fucking black um and that's pretty much the litmus test right like yep
0: that's I treated across the board to everybody
1: right so it's a little bit different all i'm saying is that the lines are so fucking different that it never bothered me or stuck out to me that bruno mars's work like i always just like yeah he he doing black shit he doing black music but he obviously appreciates uh, the culture like it's not uh it doesn't feel exploitative and that's what this cultural appropriation shit comes down to for a lot of people is feelings some people just don't feel that he should get a pass some people feel that he should and that's the end you know because black people are the arbiters of this shit if enough black people are cool with it then, then it's cool regardless of how you feel regardless of how you talk down to other people about it or talk up to other people about it if the culture has decided we don't got a problem with this dude that's just how it's gonna be mm-hmm. you know and you're, and you're free to voice your opinion to the opposite the same way that woman was free to talk about serena williams if you want to have an unpopular black opinion that's fine but yeah bruno is just not the hill to die on for a lot of people and i don't mm-hmm. and like i said all that to go back to i don't know his roots I've heard conflicting stories about his roots. I also don't care. Correct. I'm sorry, were you gonna say something? Mm. Okay. Anonymous says I agree with Rigo. I haven't had cable for about three years now, but I always watched the B. T. Awards and B. T. Hip Hop Awards. I enjoyed them because they were filled with acts I knew and liked and uh uh unlike the Grammys from the nineteen eighties to the night and nineteen nineties. Uh, Before the BET Awards, I had the Soul Train Awards. I enjoyed the BET Awards recap. You both are always funny and on point, smiley face. I was glad to hear that they also did a tribute to George Michael. I remember the controversy when he was nominated for a Soul Train Award in the late 80s. I feel like George Michael was always making soul for R&B music. The same with Culture Club and Sam Smith. Like you said, Rod, what's great about us is we can accept others and welcome welcome them in. Yeah, and I don't want to lose that. Mm-mm.
0: And I don't care what nobody say george michael was lit like his songs go in a jam and black people love that shit and you came to race that
1: yeah i don't find any strength in imitating white people's ability to ostracize people because they don't look like you right i don't find any. so i will not be claiming that part of whiteness or that mentality like that's fine for certain people in certain spaces i could understand it if it's like we need to protect this or we like we want to have a conference, and we want black only black people to be. If that's something you want to do, that's fine. But the idea of being like all music that black people have it done is only something black people can do. Nah, fuck that. I'm not with that. You know what I mean? Innovation and and the way we affect the world is just part of what what we have to deal with. And mm-hmm. and and also it sucks, but people that don't understand trying to step in and manipulate the culture, we're gonna have to deal with that too and if we don't fuck with them general consensus will it will stop like the general consensus is if you get enough people that don't fuck with you it always comes to an end vanilla Vanilla ice iggy um um informer that nigga snow like uh shit even timberlake shit like it like it just he had to go back to like let me do some white shit because it also he eroded all his goodwill like It happens, dog. When people start fucking with you, that's the that's the rule. But yeah, there's no. It's a messy rule. There's no. There's no one thing. There's no like. Let's keep this guy out. Let's keep that guy out. It just feel. It's just how people feel about you. And I respect black people enough to say, our feelings are valid. So if they, they if black people don't have a problem with Bruno Mars in general, I don't have a problem with Bruno Mars in general. Mm -mm. Um, Lisa W says cultural appropriation is a non-starter for me i just can't get worked up about it but that's just me i have rel- friends and relatives that get heated and they have every right you feel what you feel but once your art is out in the world especially music it belongs to everyone in that's my opinion right hurt and angry mary is the best mary that may be selfish but it's true i disappeared down the k-pop black hole a couple years ago and i'm still there thanks for the constantly great shows.
0: Oh, okay pop is
1: flames it is flames but now nah, you don't make an argument about some appropriation
0: no, that it, that might
1: be where it should start but i even in i was i was literally in the motherfucking um god soul food i was in soul food in, in the restaurant and jamming my motherfucking ass out to them korean gangsters so i
0: was partying they had a, a video of uh, naruto where they had well
1: that wasn't k-pop okay that was just it was Kend- kendrick lamar's rigor mortis and they just put naruto uh animation to the beat like it wasn't really neat yeah that wasn't k-pop by k-pop i mean like uh
0: like the videos we were seeing yeah Yeah. i
1: mean yeah and but we was looking like k-pop gangster rap like whatever the fuck they had on it wasn't just some old like Mm. it's it's seven girls girls or guys like they had women that were rapping too but it wasn't like seven uh, teenage looking Asian okay. people dancing in the circle. Like, no, this mm-hmm. shit was, it was no in sync. Like, these motherfuckers mm-hmm. look like the, like, like you hop in the wrong neighborhood and you get you robbed get by them, by them up. Korean people and you'll be like, what the fuck happened? They
0: look at you like you don't belong
1: here. Right. They be like, uh, I don't know what you thought this was, but we got was, gangsters over here too. Come on. Uh, but yeah, I was like, this probably appropriation, but it didn't bother me. I don't know. I, I just don't have a problem yeah. with it
0: and it's really huge over there like a lot of times americans have a tendency to ignore shit that's not in america but yeah that is very popular over there
1: yeah i just like i said i don't have um you know i I don't have a lot of whatever like i i understand if i was in if i was in there and i saw some other black person being like this is some bullshit i would be like i I feel you but it just ain't like that for me and i'm not gonna lie to for y'all like i don't get mad when i see it. it it really takes some egregious shit for me to get mad same you max says honestly i didn't realize bruno wasn't black until recently so this whole appropriation conversation caught me off guard uh kung fuja says great BET awards recap y'all the new edition tribute was a highlight of the night people can say what they want but when it comes to tributes BET gets it right my man ralph Tresvant was out here looking like the uncle that be massaging women on facebook messaging women on facebook like <laughs> hey yeah. hey baby girl and bobby with that damn fur is an old nigga goes sidebar you never seen ralph and martell williams in the same place stay woke
0: oh shit now
1: that's a good point ah. really dark knight says i might be able to get down with the cultural appropriation conversation if i knew what the rules were as i see it if you like the artist then it's fine if you don't they can go fuck themselves
0: that's and I, I i think that's how most people treat
1: it i really do feel like that's the you you just stumbled on the, the real yes bruno mars is jamming so i fucks with that dude i guess i don't have the time or energy to fight about what i get down with come on don't like the most don't like most of these youtube remix videos karen's evil husband uh <laughs> first of all they're called acoustic covers second of all though uh i do a lot of times i do think it comes down to if you like that artist or not mm-hmm. and there's certain shit that uh they're like listen I think i said it on the show before and i and i mean it every time i say it i miss when people just didn't like somebody and didn't try to rationalize it or shame everybody else like i just miss not like i don't like justin timberlake okay you know what i mean you're allowed to not like them you don't have to like write a dissertation but once you not liking them becomes some shit i gotta do man fuck that like that's how most people operate it's like that's your business you don't like that motherfucker but i really wish we could go back to that because some of this shit it really is about who you don't like It's the kardashians do some shit nobody like them you know i mean people must like them because they famous but you know what i mean like nobody i've never seen anybody really cape or defend those motherfuckers mm-hmm. they fuck up we be like D- these motherfuckers appropriating and it's the end but it's also because nobody like their ass like it's just it's like it's easy. Nobody, I mean, and when I say nobody, I mean black people. Ain't nobody right. really likes Amy Schumer. So motherfuckers, when she fuck up, it's fuck her all day. She can get out of my face, blah blah blah. Because just you don't find black people that stand for her. Lena Dunham, you're not gonna find a lot of black people that stand for her. Mm-mm. That's you know that's why it's fuck. But Bruno Mars, it's a lot of black people that got that love that dude. So you're just not gonna find the support to like get him out of the paint you just not gonna have it mm-hmm. no matter how cold you think that argument is you might as well just be like i don't like that nigga i don't want him doing that shit and people go okay
0: and keep it trucking which is what most yeah. people did most people was like i'm not arguing with y'all i love bruno
1: mars and press play and kept it trucking because that's what they gonna tell you you know what i mean like when you be like but it's because of this reason and that re-, they're gonna be like nigga just you we know you don't like him and they gonna that's what that, they that's all it's gonna come down to um is like i matter of fact someone just said in the chat uh shay timberlake still hasn't apologized to janet fuck him Mm -hmm. exactly i don't like that nigga that's all it took people black people love justin timberlake over them not damn um timberland beats Mm -hmm. oh you you can't revise history on that shit Mm -hmm. that that album was jamming and everybody had fucking had it and everybody was like "Mm, my love like we was all getting that shit like, everybody fuck with that album. That nigga did that Janet shit. Listen, I watched the change in my parents' living room. Right. As my aunt and then was like, oh. like, everybody put the pieces together. And afterwards, he was talking about some, uh, uh, he
0: didn't know. Mm-mm. He moved off his ass back, and a lot of people have been on the fuck him train since.
1: You ain't know, bro. Mm-mm. It's only, what, what, what would even matter about the show if you was pulling off a piece of her outfit and there wasn't no titty under there like what literally what would what would it matter dog like it, it's got, you had to fucking know bruh you had to know anyway
0: yeah, and, and so after- yeah
1: that's when people turned on him because they didn't like him anymore it right. wasn't like nigga was appropriating all the time before that he was appropriating all the time after that it was just people was like um we're done with you so we don't like you so you can't have our shit no more and he it's means- a very simple equation to me on the outside looking in but i understand there's like a whole tumblr world there's a whole fucking like debate and blog world about this shit it don't even seem that deep to me Mm -hmm. if i don't like you stay the fuck away from everything i like that's Mm -hmm. how that seemed like the simple way yes sir um all right uh the poll is boomer mars appropriating black music yes and he can go fuck himself yes but he's doing it the right way and nah 65 percent of y'all said nah he's not appropriating 28 percent says yes but he's doing it the right way which means seven percent of y'all said yes he can go fuck himself brooklyn shoobay says when it comes to cultural appropriation in the united states i'm sometimes hesitant to call it because uh, how you can tell if someone is, how can you tell if someone's appropriating? Things like hip hop culture and gay drag culture have become so ubiquitous. It could eat, slip into your regular routine or style. I've been saying things like Shay T and Yes Queen without actually knowing where it came from because I, it was just around me all the time. Nice. I use Yiddish words like Mazel Tov and Puerto Rican slang because I live in New York City, not because I'm appropriating. Listening to Bruno Mars second album, I definitely heard of Michael Jackson and Prince influence, but I didn't, I don't think I would consider him still in that style. He also, always talks about his influence yeah that's the other thing too is like we traffic in so much i don't know culture is just meant to be spread in most cases and
0: they cross all the time because like you say it's a lot of shit that crosses culture and people use is as normal slang like you say you don't know where they come from all you know is your friends your family you hear it you use it
1: yeah i think it's just until i think there's to be a distinction between cultural things that aren't meant to be shared and things that are right music art those are things that typically are meant to be shared but something like um my if if it's something like we paint our faces as a ritual for when we get married and that's something we've always done within our blah 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 i can understand something like that being like hey i saw a white wedding and they painted they fucking faces and shit like it was an indian wedding and, yeah, and it'd be, be like problem right and you be like hey what the fuck is this shit dog like we do that and you know history this,
0: behind that and right. That, 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 that,
1: right but when it's something like uh a song or or, or, or instrument i just don't think you're gonna be able to keep that in-house anyway and i, I think it's also kind of doesn't it does a disservice to the artists because you're also saying that if too many white people like your music that's somehow wrong if fucking like there's a limit on black art apparently like only black people for black people by black people if that's the artist's intention okay but if not then i'm not gonna step in and and say that anyway uh, a while ago, uh, Igoma Ulu, the black woman who interviewed Rachel Dozile, Kyle wrote this. Wrote a great article about cultural appropriation. And she wrote, "The system is its own means and ends. I, it, it will do little to simply remove one of the players from its place on the ladder. The system has reserves to put in its place. To challenge, to change the hierarchy, we must take a sledgehammer to the pillars that make the system itself." basically what you guys said on the podcast systemic racism makes cultural appropriation possible and not bruno and definitely not black people in a better world without racism bruno would be would just be a guy influenced by black music unfortunately we do live in a world with racism and blaming black people isn't going to make it go away i wish black people would stop saying shit like y'all let so-and-so into the culture and look what happened we don't have that much control or power with that being said people's response to that lady was over the top um yeah, that's the other reason. Like, I didn't even want to add to her burden, and I didn't even engage with her because one, it's just her opinion. She's allowed an opinion. Mm-hmm. um I really think the main thing that made it so inflammatory was the y'all and all that shit. But in general, I don't really have a problem with her opinion. I, I get it. Like, we don't, you know, and also, like I said, at the end of the day, I just don't think it's a black problem to solve. So, fussing at black people that's not you're not going to convince all black people to not like that dude Mm-mm. you're just not going to and 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 he seems to be a nice dude he seems to be making good music people seem to be enjoying it to then be like y'all should be ashamed of yourselves kind of you know without those exact words but y- you're just gonna make people mad and you know but she could handle it i mean she was like i said she she she's been uh tweeting since then and i'm sure she's still getting people in her mention days later trying to come for her so of course uh i definitely like i uh maybe it's that empathy overload thing but i definitely um relate to the idea of being like i said something and y'all don't have to agree but goddamn you know what i mean like y'all coming at me super hard and uh that was the main thing i saw from some of her responses i was like i don't know if that response would have been so inflammatory if motherfuckers weren't calling her out her name and shit. Mm-hmm. Um anyway, 1472 racism overload. We had some comments on this one. Social media says they set that professor up. You can hear in the tone of Tucker Carlson's voice. He did not care about her answers. He wanted to trap her into mm-hmm. saying something that could be distorted and used against her. Mm-hmm. One of the oldest tricks in the book. Yep uh anonymous says random share i'm currently in a la coffee shop that is playing all white acoustic covers of black music on the stereo well i'm so sorry that happening i just heard a white dude belt out kanye's ultralight beam seriously i wanted to scream satire is real life now and i'm shook right you tried to prepare us for this but we ain't ready i tried ah! i tried y'all just fight and fuss against me but y'all gonna be out somewhere in here Acoustic covers of, of R. Kelly song, you're gonna be able to be like, Oh, okay, I was ready for this. Dean says, Rod and Karen, this episode touched me. Oh. When y'all were discussing having people in your corner who really believe in you and give you guidance, I almost shattered in my work area. I haven't had the time to leave replies and comments like I need to, but I had to thank you for your conversation. Love y'all. Oh, thank, thank you, you Dean falcons diva says yes this episode was a lot if i was home i would have had to watch a few episodes of golden girl after after to get my mind right yeah racism overload was it was a lot that day mm-hmm. really dark Knight says about that professor that went on fox news did she say anything that wasn't true no but i would never understand any black person wanting to go on and debate anything on fox news we all know what it is well that is true I- <laughs> like i real talk i hate to blame the victim because i really don't think she should have got fired but Mm -hmm. also nothing good comes of a black person going on fox news unless you some type of coon it ain't gonna go well for you Mm -hmm. they just gonna talk over you and act stupid and troll your mentions on twitter and all that shit come on should that professor been fired for her comments no she wasn't out of line or yes she went too far only one person thought she went too far 97 percent of y'all got some goddamn sense um all right and lastly it was 1473 quick and dirty the one where we only had like an hour and some change to record an episode mm-hmm. um and uh we talked about a bunch of stuff uh we had three comments d Ramsey ph dunn says i love the title quick and dirty need that on the shirt five stars <laughs> clarence says damn i love the show art that's be- being put on a." uh that's being put on the front of these episodes. Can't wait to see uh what you have next in line. Well, uh right now, um those are the only two contributions except for uh we also have one for the premium that i maybe I'll put that on this one or something. Mm-hmm. But uh it's also like the Coming to America theme, uh, which was uh beautiful. And then of course we yeah, had um the first joint from uh Simeon, uh, which was dope as well. Like uh like i said i want to hit them back and uh see if we can like you know uh use those Mm because um they're so good yeah tabitha uh is the uh who is the person that that designed this logo that you saw on um, episode 1473 Mm -hmm. and i'll put the premium one on this one but uh yeah man it's just we we got got some some, talented fans we
0: do we got some real talented fans and i oh, look aside right. oh we just see the downloads there's a lot more people out there i don't know if they scared or or what uh but you know you send them in y'all we'll look at them
1: mm-hmm. um all right so uh casey says the cover art is everything uh cassie says uh all right we appreciate that and the poll was would you help a lost child if you knew it would mean you were going to get beaten up nope i'm good or yes 42 percent said yes and 58% said nope I'm good
0: oh they good huh
1: they don't want to take their ass whooping for helping that baby I don't know man that's a tough one so I get, yeah, the, maybe I, if I knew the kid would be okay may, maybe maybe. Mm-hmm. Mm. Yeah, that,
0: that's a tough one cause you're talking about like a little small child and the, the thing is it's like you just never know who you're dealing with and it's one of those things where, uh, for me, I'd have been okay. I probably would have did what that person did at first, and then when I seen them cutting the food, I'd be like, "Oh, you know what? I do want to press charges."
2: Mm-hmm.
0: I that, like that would have been me. I'd have been willing to take that chance. Then when I seen y'all uh, cutting the fucking food across social media, like in my mind, this person didn't show anything that would even make you think. And there was other people all going around saying that they was asking other people because if this person was a predator they would have ran off with your child You've even crying on news you just never seen your baby again mm-hmm. they went out of their way to help for the protection of that child and y'all was still like nah they the problem mm-hmm. and so it will make people say well fuck it I won't help I'll just see a child wandering around and walk straight past it like it don't matter because I don't want to deal with the consequences of a crazy ass family
1: yep uh, i don't think i
0: <sighs> i would i personally would not have the heart i know me i would, and that's why i say i will be the first person to die in the because i i don't want to have the heart to just walk past people like that i just i personally can't do it um and so it's just one of those things where you know like do you hang around call the police hey i get i got a child here even if you can tell them you down 9 on one people like that wouldn't even care they wouldn't care who the fuck you call you are still the problem because you have that child so it's just one thing where hey it's a baby out here and hang up and move and then I would feel bad if I read the news or seen something about that something happened to that child and I know that I could have done something to protect that child but that's just how I function I wouldn't have the heart to just keep walking past
1: yeah I think I would just had to get beat up
0: man gotta mm-hmm. be but an ass whooping just... I would have to take that day
1: i just can't see myself being like fuck that little kid right but yeah <sighs> sad really mm-hmm. i'll have to take that ass open um but yeah i mean at least that's the way i would i would want to be i would want to be like oh they gonna whoop people's ass fuck that i mean you wouldn't know until they happen but that's i'm what just saying mean, even if i knew know. the, even if i knew the future i'd be like it's more important this kid gets to their family because ain't nobody around that cares so uh, alright, let's go. We got a couple voicemails, and I, like I said, I have no idea how long these are or any of that shit, cause okay, we'll see. voicemail be tripping lately.
2: Uh, it, uh, uh, okay, that's clearly
1: a butt dial. Yeah, somebody butt called. Uh, alright, let's see. Alright, we got two of them. I feel like someone wrote me and said not to play their voicemail. Let me see if this one works.
2: Hello, Rod. I hope this is Rod and Karen. Hello, Rod. Hello, Karen. It is. Uh, who, who answered the phone? Who that? The white man. Um, no. This is Rue, a.k.a. on Twitter, Hot Um, Just checking in with you guys, uh, saying uh, I love the BET recap. I'm just not listening. I've been away for a bit, but uh, I've missed you all. And, you know, I checked in. Wanted to hear what you had to say after seeing the lovely cover art for this episode uh, concerning a drawn loose cigarette in Ralph Trezvant's mouth. Yeah, I saw it. (laughs) And we here in the new edition for Life Delegation, we don't appreciate your Ralph (laughs) Trezvant slander. That is slander. He looked the same way he looked back in January when all that other stuff happened he looked that same but did he miss a note did he miss a note or a footstep when he did it no he didn't don't do it
0: right
1: oh she got cut off you made the
0: delegation mad
1: she really did say don't do it and then got cut off like trey (laughs) song
0: That would we, I don't know what happened, baby. I probably, that know if The white man did that. We we don't have control of the voicemails.
1: Yeah, uh, listen, we have made the delegation mad. Listen, I know what you're trying to say, but it's not gonna work. Okay, he gonna get this. He gonna get these jokes. Nigga showed up looking like Eddie Kane. It just is what it is. I mean, you can't possibly want us to, uh, you know. You can't possibly want us to act like that was all good all right, that's are we are truth tellers on this show the lies not in us okay and you need to be strong
2: all right we said some things maybe uh we didn't mean
1: hello this is rule
2: <laughs> aka kinky hot curl on twitter i just wanted to say uh i don't know what's up with the oh yeah i know i think i know what's the phone i just wanted to say that was my fake outrage of <laughs> course for the new edition i'm just gonna say i've been getting my uh auntie adjacent life since january and all my life and i just wanted to say they did a great job i reckon uh we're talking about new edition i just reckon all the actors and everybody is like man we gotta act but new edition wants to keep singing
1: <laughs> uh you got cut off again i don't know why it's cutting you off boo uh your phone might have just got disconnected i don't know um uh, but yeah we we appreciate the calls, and uh, the new edition hive is alive and well, we see mm-hmm. we appreciate that too, next voicemail. oh okay, cool, butt down, all right,
0: well down us.
1: Listen, we are very popular with butts these days. Uh, apparently so. People booties just just can't wait to. Uh, Ooh, oh,
0: that means you they got big, delicious booties that be pressing phones. <laughs> and that's how I look at it. Shout out to the booty butt dialing.
1: Mm-hmm. Even without the, uh I'm
0: not mad.
1: Phones don't even got buttons no more. Y'all butt dialing us somehow. Girl, you can't get no infection in your booty hole.
2: It's a booty
1: hole. It's a booty hole. Right is what we trying to say people. Uh let me see if we got any more of because I think we had one more voicemail and of course Skype is moving slow now. Okay. Well take your time, Mr. Booty Ho. <laughs> um But yeah, uh alright, we got this one. Let me see at this place. Good morning, Rod and Karen. Um
0: sitting here at work listening to you all's recap of the D E T awards and just wanted to say I felt like I was at their work even though I didn't watch that. I was on a date. But anyway, uh, I'll keep up the good work. Love you all and oh yeah, Papa Morrow is everything. I almost didn't go to church Sunday because you three y'all were lit. But I did go to church and I missed like the last hour of the show. But keep doing what you're doing. Five stars, love you. And this is who am
1: I? I forgot who I am. But anyway ah. calling from Texas. Love y'all. Bye. That must have been Bye, uh ladies. D Ramsey PH done. But uh yeah, thank you for calling in and glad you enjoyed the show. Oh, me too. And uh still got your Jesus on, you mm-hmm. know. Um or whatever denomination you went to. I don't know what religion you are, but uh, you know, still got your church in so that you could like wash away all the all the sins of laughing with us that morning. Um, okay, that's everybody. Let me close out this Skype because we have some voicemails to get to as well. So I mean, well, I'm about some voicemails. No, care you know, I did not mean to say that. I meant some emails. <sighs> it's just a damn shame. What's going on around here these days? Ah, <laughs> uh, white people news. This is from Joshua who says, Hey, Rod and Karen, I've written you, I have, I guess he meant haven't, haven't written you folks in a long while congratulations on negro Con. i wish i was there and i'm gonna try and make the next one but i know it won't be the same well you know what man it'll be different but it'll be it'll be your turn you know mm-hmm. not who wants to do the same thing every time right correct uh who knows what'll happen at the next one we might finally get the dc orgy popping off. you know ah! i'm working on some things in the background we're gonna see if we can maybe get some hotels involved uh get us a conference room for the orgy something like that maybe a tweet. and it's going to go gonna, go down y'all, it's going to be very uh no condoms of course condoms are for people that want a safety net but we believe in ourselves am I right black autism nation right we all we all recognize uh, what, nope nobody out there is uh okay right. I
0: mean now watch I'm not participating
1: y'all could be some losers if y'all want but for me and all the people that that uh believe in ourselves we will be uh going condom kind of free okay because black people are people of the sun and our melanin naturally rejects uh disease which is why if you, you hang around a white person long enough on. you got some lotion over there oh damn what yeah I, did. I i took a shower for the shower, i forgot to put some lotion on when I, I got in i was about to a...
0: say this don't sound right how do we oh, get here oh
1: Oh, i was just about to say i'll be giving white people cancer i don't know what was wrong Ooh. oh shout out the gold bar ultimate healing lotion the skin therapy lotion just keeping me hydrated one one squirt at a time um yeah so he's he says uh but i don't but it, i know it won't be the same the reason the title of this email is white people news is just because i i was in a bar and i just so happened to present this to be present for this gym and i thought of you right i wish i would have saw this before you had bossy on because i know she fans out uh for this artist laugh my ass off i didn't catch the beginning in time but i caught the end hope you can use this on the show other than that love you guys have a good one All right, let me see if i can play this video it's in the email um so i'll see if i can play it and I don't know how long it is. I'll see if I can put it on a screen for y'all. All right, cool. All right, here we go. I'm just show on the screen in a couple seconds. No problem. I'm just taking time. Black ass piece of shit
2: computer. Okay. No on the couch, you're doing my son, turn in be so they can teach me how to duck. My I'm free, yeah. i am I can't. Today I don't feel like yeah. I just want to live my Tomorrow, oh, i girl, have some nice sex.
1: What song is it? I don't even know what song this is. Mm-hmm. This is some Bruno Mars shit? What is jason derulo maybe i don't know oh, what's
0: up p90x
1: y'all re- y'all recognize this, this song what song is this this is horrible
0: whistling and everything
1: jesus got the this?
0: acoustic guitar
1: yeah he well moved. they
0: meet all the standards
1: i don't even know if that's is it, i don't even know that he's white he might be black i don't oh, somebody know someone says that. bruno mars oh, okay. okay yeah like I, I told y'all before i'm not a huge bruno mars fan sorry at this point, but yeah so anyway uh but thanks josh for ruining the show ah uh uh chichi writes in um bt awards and appreciation uh three hearts uh dearest karen and rod i simply have to say how absolutely grateful i am for your podcast i recently started a new job which requires an extensive amount of time on my laptop fielding emails putting out fires and in general being creative on behalf of others in short i'm stressed (laughs) Uh, nevertheless, I had you both by my side, especially Karen during my first week, and I was at complete ease. Oh. Right, I've got to give you some massive props. I have to admit that I was one of those individuals who was a bit snobby, okay, really snobby, about the BET Awards. Not that I disparaged them online, but I always thought if they were this good, they'd be at the Grammy, right? Wrong, bitch, wrong see solange slider family stone beyonce prince aunt mary snoop kendrick and even kanye the only arbiters of black culture we should be listening to are number one black people number two people of color who respect the diversity individually individuality of the black experience number three alias number four white people who respect the culture number five white people in mass Uh, (laughs) for the past two years you have opened my eyes to the beauty of black people celebrating black people it is increasingly hard to find joy in blackness these days not that it doesn't exist but with 45 in office we are living in perilous times. you said a word right there i love you guys truly y'all are my cooler older cousins who write me when i'm wrong and let me sneak a glass of cranberry vodka when my mom isn't looking all the support and love in the world chichi from cleveland uh p.s miss karen you are looking so slim thick these days yes mama oh thank
2: you uh
1: and yeah you absolutely right man that uh and i'm like real talk it's it's only a couple type of people i can't really fuck with but people that can't never admit when they wrong because i admit when i'm wrong and i don't take no pride in being like i was i'm right i don't give a fuck what y'all say like i don't take any pride in that shit sometimes even when i'm right technically if i feel wrong i feel it's wrong right because i know it's wrong with my energy and my the way my spirit aligns but right um all that shit to say uh it's dope that people come around on stuff like that because i feel like a lot of that stuff uh i was talking to somebody last night um uh, i won't reveal their name because i don't i don't want to bring no problems that way but they was talking about beyonce and how uh they really think she uh is fake and all this shit um and i was like i don't want i don't think she's fake as far as uh i think she's very guarded and i think she's very guarded and protective of her privacy and shit like that because she wants to present a certain image to people and she really don't want people to know her business and y'all never will and we never will like it it just ain't like if you a fan of beyonce you recognize that you like she's still just a a little girl from houston and everything but she also is not telling you her most intimate moments and secrets uh you got to find out through other people and you look at the way that they invade people's privacy in the name of fame anyway Mm -hmm. she she's so far ahead of the curve compared to so many people that basically got drugged through the mud On every little thing. Like, she's found a way with the biggest full lens on her at all times to kind of navigate this world and survive, even with scandals and all this shit. And we know they be wanting to tear her down because look at her now. Like, especially with all this pro black shit, you know they want to tear her down. Kaepernick can't find a job, but, you know, people act like Beyonce is opportunistic and hopping on this black woke wave and shit. And I'm like, or, or let's present the alternative possibility much like the rest of most black people if you're not in academia and shit most motherfuckers quote unquote got woke when trayvon martin died come on most people didn't start really feeling that way when when president obama got elected had people kind of come back into some racial awareness and some very strong pro-black militant leanings that really had been quiet it had not picked up a cause they had not picked up in the streets you didn't see all these marches. you didn't see all these organizations forming you didn't see all this organizing and having people come out to support the organizing that shit is fairly new i remember when joking on my angelou wasn't a big deal. Like, I remember when Living Color had David Allegri recurring sketch about, hey, isn't it funny? This old black woman and her poems. Ha, ha, ha. Like, we would, that was, that shit wouldn't pass for now. You know what I mean? So it's like, a lot of this shit is fairly new to everybody. Right. Um, and you know, we get off from kind of judging people who are behind and judging people who are ahead and all this shit. But in general, a lot of this shit is new. She may just be in that wave too. You know? I don't think it's just... Because nec- I don't think there's any real boost to be made for a person as a pop star globally to come out and be like, also, I support black people exclusively, Black Lives Matter, and all this shit. That There's actually a detriment to her dollar, not an increase. Right. So we can't sit up here and make this argument like, um, you know, uh, somehow she's just out here riding this wave well if she was really riding the wave she'd be out here like uh yeah uh i'm staying out of it i have nothing to say if anything all lives matter to me please come buy my albums white people don't cancel me that's what the fuck people don't that's what to me what people do and when you hear the stories behind the scenes because the other reason she's close and guarded is because her motherfucking listen i respect this woman so much her motherfucking product it's, I swear to God, her and Jay-Z must write albums in the future, time travel back to the present and put the shit out. Did y'all niggas hear anything leak about this goddamn Jay-Z album? It's like three days, maybe two or three weeks out, and he started promoting like, I got an album coming out. Everybody's like, what? what? The album got people on it. Like, it ain't just him. It's motherfucking like Frank Ocean on this bitch and shit. Who Who knew they was working on anything? Just album come out. Bam. Right. You know what I mean? Like, same thing with her. Like, they're protective, but it's for their brand and it works. So I don't have a problem with her, but all that shit to say that, um, I think, you know, you, you have to be, people are being protective and shit like that. Um, because they have to be and because, um, that's what people find and people are finding their joy in this, you know, in, in these people that are actually entertaining us and all that shit. So anyway, it just feels like there's always this, burden on the black shit but like that's the best shit you know what i mean BET awards is dope because it is for us you know i'm tired of watching these fucking award shows and feeling sad because white people chose some other shit
0: right and seeing the whole timeline cry like and i right. try trying to be funny like i feel the pain when i see these award shows and everybody's joyful and all of a sudden when shit comes up you see a lot of anger and a lot of sadness and a lot of hurt because you feel like these people that are excellent are not being awarded for that thing? It's a it's a vicious cycle, in my opinion. So I tapped out. I was like, you know what? I gotta tap out for my own sanity. I cannot watch this.
1: Yeah, they're not the average. Av- they are not the people who get to take uh, what is good for us. Too much of my life has been spent with me being like. Oh, that's a classic album. That's a classic moment in my life. And then having to worry about whether or not some fucking white people felt the same. I don't give a fuck what they think. Oh, also, uh, just as a heads up for this 444 album, I'm not reading any white people's reviews. I'm not having no discussions with white people about what this shit means. This is a black album for black people, uh, specifically uh, for a lot of black men that need to like fucking grow the fuck up and hopefully this will make it quote unquote cool for niggas to do some very basic shit like not cheat on their wife take care of their kids and shit like that uh i hope it does i don't have any negative things to say about folks with this i think people get a little too um they 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 turn these things into like very personal discussions right i just think in general with this it's a dope album but it's a black ass album about black men and what we think and what we believe and how some of that shit is fucked up and niggas need to grow the fuck up and uh you know and i and no i don't think it's like this oh my god like oh my god he really but listen the things he really talked about while that may be shit that you know other artists or uh women have talked about before we haven't really seen a black rapper a grown ass black rapper talk about therapy talk about uh you know infidelity making his wife miscarry and in his, in his you know taking that on himself um uh, reckoning uh with his culpability and the destruction of his own life and then being like and also I don't deserve your forgiveness even though you did you know what i mean there's a lot of people in that boat um dealing with that kind of shit but there's also a lot of people that it should be a cautionary tale because a lot of people out here that's treating somebody bad or planning to treat somebody bad right now that uh you know that that hopefully they can get on the right path but yeah at some point we got to make uh for lack of a better term we got to make growing up cool you know, Jay Z is just one of those people that been able to pull that off. We'll see how people receive this album. It'll take a long time to really know, but uh, and the influence it has on other art. But in general, we been needed somebody to be like, okay, so it's time to grow up. You know what I mean? We been needed somebody to do that because too much of it is kind of like, nah, that's just the way things are. And it's like, well, wouldn't it be cool if we changed the way things are to, to the way things should be? Rather than just relax all the standards and act like it's okay to just not treat your woman like shit and, uh, dog, you know, dog your family out and all that shit. Anyway, uh, I, I know it's very basic fundamental shit, but, uh, let me just reiterate, uh, Jay-Z is a nigga from Brooklyn that was born in Marcy Projects. Uh, Beyonce is a woman from, a, a little girl from Houston. I don't even know if these motherfuckers even got to go to college it's amazing their story is amazing whether or not they fit into the perfect black academic version of feminism or it, intersectionality or whatever like their story is still amazing to get this far and influence this many people in the top to to let us witness this much of their mental journey about the way that they are and self-exploration
0: right um because the thing is i know jay-z was a little older but particularly for beyonce a lot of people federalized most people have literally watched beyonce grow into a grown woman before their eyes a lot of people take that shit for granted and they won't scrutinize and criticize everything about uh, her but most of y'all motherfuckers if people went back and tracked your life from the stupid and dumb and ignorant and homophobic and transphobic and and just dumb and ignorant shit that you did
1: held shit against you from when you were like 16 18 and forever
0: and act like you act like what you and act like you can't grow you can't evolve you can't change nothing you do in your life is real every choice you make can't be a personal choice because you want to grow up everything you make gotta be for the lime like you can't make choices in your life like everybody fucking else does and if it's positive, it's positive. If it's negative, it's negative. Nope, every move you make is strategic. Not that, and and it's like you want to strip humanity. Most people's lives were not recorded, so it's real easy for us to point fingers and judge people when we are not under the same spotlight, and never will be under the same spotlight. And most people couldn't take a, a, a fraction of a hair of the criticism that she makes the first time somebody says something about you or you then they got you think or assume they say something about you. You the first person to, to block and, and, and get mad and get angry and run away and not deal with it but yet they have to deal with this shit every day and keep coming out in the public and keep performing and keep doing the things that they do. They're made out of something special that the average person is not.
1: Yeah, I just see, you know, a lot of people I saw people like going in on um Beyonce, because she stayed with Jay Z and shit, and like I mean, it's just it's just yeah. it's just weird because like they're letting you into their personal lives, and of course you can judge anything people put out in the public, but also people are being so, I don't know, it's like they don't appreciate the art of it, it in, to a certain level, and this and and also the thing that is making me realize is just how much injury uh men and women in our community in the black community how much i mean we've talked about before but how much injury we put to each other Mm -hmm. to where the first thing you think is about the nigga that cheated on you or the woman you cheated on or you get mad because women gonna women are going like jay-z's album is basically i was trash my wife still stuck with me because i changed and and worked on myself and admitted my flaws and faced my failures to to be a better man and a better husband and a better uh father to my uh kids and all that shit and i'm so blessed and fortunate to be where i'm at right now um and he that's what he's saying and men are like just the album niggas need to hear da 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 but then when women go yeah this nigga wasn't shit and she stuck around and he he's lucky as fuck and then they go shut up bitch we trying to talk you know it's like uh there's so much hurt it's just a bunch of people talking through hurt and it's just sad to see but i really enjoy the album and i think it's uh you know uh, um groundbreaking work uh in this genre but i think it's gonna take a long time before people can really talk about it without turning into a fight with the other gender
0: yeah and also i think too is that they're human beings just like everybody else you're judging and criticizing them, but your Aunt Sarah is still with your Uncle Paul. They've been together for years. It's openly that he has maybe children outside of their marriage. It's openly that he had these affairs. People act like this shit don't ain't in their families. Like, some of them are products of affairs. So, you know, it's one of these things where, you know, y'all judging and criticizing and putting, you know, you're projecting your hurt and pain, but it's real. And I think when, when, People get too real with albums when it comes for some people. They just respond very negatively to it. Because well, also,
1: it makes them think about them. Right. Like, I see most people, when I see them talking, I just be like, oh, that's, okay, that happened. Something happened to you.
0: To you personally, right?
1: Like, some nigga dogged you out and you never got your apology or you got tired of waiting on him to grow up. So, you want to, like, double enforce your decision and be like, I'm, I made the right decision to move on. And you didn't make the wrong decision to move on. Like, no, that, this album doesn't mean that for you right, like right. it's fine and your life in this album ain't the same but it feel like a lot of fighting is happening over this shit we got, we have to go to the next segment hold on we're coming right back and okay. go ahead finish your thought we can we'll be right back on the air anyway
0: okay and also it's my thing too is that what i realized is that for some reason more women won't closure sometimes you ain't gonna get that close from that nigga and the decision you made was the right decision, and it's all right, and it's okay. I think sometimes people hear this shit, and they think, reflect on their lives personally, and it makes them question their decisions or make them think that they made the wrong decisions. But well, no, 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 sweetie. Whatever decision you make fits you, and it's okay, and it's all right. But like you said, when you looked up and down the timelines on Facebook or Twitter, whatever social media platform you're you on, you could see a lot of hurt, and you could see a lot of pain from past injuries. <laughs>
1: Yeah, it's the horrible uh, what i saw women really responding to in my opinion the ones who were like kind of being very critical of jay-z and this album and men it's the horrible unfairness of the double standard that men benefit from which is he says my wife was more mature than me despite the fact that they got married when she was like 21 and he was 30 something but that's the unfairness of society like that's the double standard like a man gets to be immature and be fucking 45 like jay-z puts out this album at 50 something and and we go oh he grew up you know what i mean like uh like we you don't get to be that for women like
0: oh no 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 women
1: don't get to not be mature for, for yeah he's 47 so little like little girls and shit like that they don't get to not be uh they're they're quote-unquote seen as more mature but it's they're seen as more mature because society forces them into a very rigid box where they don't get to do all the shit that boys get to do they don't get to make the same mistakes that boys yeah, get they to don't make get the fuck up they don't right so they so they have to deal with it, it, we call it maturity but it's just a box it's just you know you shouldn't be out here having sex boys can do that you shouldn't be out here fighting boys can do that you shouldn't be out here dressing a different way boys can do you know like so we just treat women differently and we call it maturity and i understand the points people are making around and they're making some very good academic points and all that shit but at the same time i don't think um i don't necessarily think that i think i appreciate the growth of any person whenever they grow like it might be too late for some people may people might have cut them off and shit but you never stop growing uh or you should never stop growing y- until you die
0: right and then uh, and also one of those things where when people fail to realize relationships uh people come in and out of your life for a reason so the thing is yeah you were hurt by someone but it was a lesson learned and a lot of times in order for you to truly understand what love is, you got to understand what it's like not to be loved. And a lot of times people get so wrapped up in their hurt and pain that they don't understand that a lot of times love can be looking you in your face. But you're so busy looking at your internal hurt and pain that you don't realize there's somebody around you that actually unconditionally loved you. But you're so busy looking inside. And I think for a lot of people, that's where they got this lash and they're constantly lashing out and constantly angry and in turmoil, in my opinion
1: yeah um yeah like i said I, the conversation i'm seeing is like a lot of people that were hurt from some other shit right and it's just this is another I, this is uh, and this is what a lot of shit on social media especially you know i only follow really black people um this was another opportunity to be black men versus black women for a lot of people hmm. and that that was more important than anything else I, I looked at it like oh cool this dude's growing up uh he's 47 but fuck it you learn when you learn what am i gonna say there's shit that i feel embarrassed about being like god damn but you know the other thing is this too matter of fact now i'm thinking about it um because i really want to talk about this album today but uh the other part of it that's that that i um and and this and maybe it's advice for other people but i it's also advice for myself you can't let people make you feel stuck in your mistakes right like yeah, you fucked up, everybody fucks up. And you might feel very remorseful and, and regretful of it. But by the time you're ready to talk about it and stuff, and you've dealt with that, cause that's basically what all this music is. They, Solange beat nigga's ass in the elevator, and we now getting art from it because they've all dealt with it, you know? Um, but the point being, um, by the time that you've dealt with it and, and you're ready to talk about it and whatnot, people other people are gonna try to trap you there and be like well you wasn't shit then okay i wasn't we're both saying the same thing but what i am saying is that i learned from that and i moved on just like every other human being on this earth is supposed to do so don't let people keep you stuck because they want you stuck in a certain place so they can stay feeling the same way about you forever right so they see you stuck in that box and they going to keep you in that box regardless of the fact that you've moved on with your life and done better they will forever hold the one thing you did against you i think in the internet age it's even easier cuz you got receipts and screenshots and wikipedia and shit but the the truth of the matter is you can you people are going to continue to evolve whether people don't want you to or not right and you have to move on you know from time to like just because i've seen people that like they're more focused on like but this nigga wasn't shit and it's like okay but apparently it worked out in their relationship and now they're happy i don't what do you want what do you want to happen now
0: right there's nothing else to happen and
1: (laughs) you know what i mean it's all and also it's like they feel like people didn't pay a cost apparently through all the stuff they're talking about they did pay a cost they paid a cost to keep their marriage together Whether it was therapy that they talked about, whether it was, you know, um, you know, coming up with these new rules, refocusing, rededicating on your, on your family and and all that shit. There was a cost paid emotionally, uh, for that, that toll was paid to keep that family together. I don't know, like, I don't, it's not for me to say whether or not it's good for them. If they think it's good, then it's good. I don't, like, it's, that's it. You know, like, we don't get to tell other people's relationship what, they can do or not do but that i mean to me it's like you know people are almost mad at them for working it out and telling the world like we went through this but i kind of think like well it's actually a little bit healthy to see something that happens very commonly in a lot of this shit right a lot of people's marriages make it through infidelity and all this shit Mm mm-hmm And yet, somehow, we shame people for making mistakes. We shame people for staying together after a mistake is made. We, like, break your family up, do this, do that. And it's like, that's not a realistic thing that everybody aspires to. Some people look at that, the vows of Till Death Do You Part, and they take that shit more seriously, you know? So maybe they just decide to work it out, but it's weird for us to be mad at them for working it out. It's not like they said, and now this is a lesson for everybody. You go out and do it. Like, none of the albums none of the music and none of the interviews have them be like and that's what all y'all need to do too all of them are just like this is a thing i went through it was very personal to us and this is and we decided to talk about it because we're artists
0: that and also uh by the time somebody presents something to you especially something like this they've already dealt with it they've worked through it a lot of the shock i think for a lot of people this is the quote unquote first time that they've actually accepted the reality that he did this shit. Because I remember when the Beyonce album dropped, a lot of people were like Mm-mm, I don't believe he did nothing, right? You know, like I'm just keeping it real. Like Beyonce dropped hints all through the album, and I was like, yeah, I, I believe him. And a lot of people nah, he couldn't do that. I think it's some shit she made up. They just putting on, they just putting on the performance. Yeah, yeah, right. yeah, 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 yeah. Okay, Jay Z album come out. He's like, yeah, I did that shit. And now the reality for the first time is get real to people because because for the first time. You're going through the emotional roller coaster that they've already been through, so you know a lot of people think the first time that they hear it, that the the people who have been through the situation is supposed to go re- live that emotional roller coaster again. But no, no, baby, you deal with the have emotionally. You have to deal with it. We've dealt with it. We moved on. We just presented it to you.
1: Well, also, um, you know, like you said, they like. There, there's a lot of people that um they like it's like they need these celebrities to do the things that they would do in their lives you're like and maybe you would leave your nigga immediately if some shit popped off I don't know maybe you have stayed with a nigga maybe your parents couldn't make it I don't know but this you know like they're artists and they're putting out art and I do think the reason that and I said at the time but i reemphasize re-emphasize it now i think a lot of the reason that people don't want to believe it's true is because they want to imagine beyonce and jay-z having a perfect marriage with no problems right and there's a shame and a stigma attached to the idea of being cheated on like it's some like it's your fault um it's and all a lot of shit. women because it's how it makes you feel like it's your fault right and i saw that it was mostly women that i saw being like no they couldn't have been that she just she fooled y'all they got y'all they happy and it's like or it's the truth but there's a lot of happy marriages that made it through shit like this. You mm-hmm. have to fight for that happiness. It's not a storybook wedding. It's not uh perfect. it's ugly. It's why I tell people you know like stay out of folks relationship business because you don't really want to know the underside of any if you have a mm-hmm. nice vis- vision of people from the outside you don't want to know the sticky parts of the shit that makes their relationship work right you don't like nobody it's not up to anybody to know that shit but um yeah they put this out here for people to to kind of know what they went through something that every tabloid speculated about all these people on twitter speculated about everybody saw the salon footage and it was all kinds of like uh uh-oh and they came out and they were like this is what happened and people still mad you know it's like what what can you do you know so yeah i I just feel like people really want to um i don't know people just really want to um Storytale, fairy tale wedding fairy tale marriage fairy we 2.3 kids and shit like that and it's like look man uh it's different ways to get to your goals and this mm. is theirs All right you know who knows two years from now maybe they do get divorced i don't know but the point being this is their story as up to now and this is what they felt comfortable telling the world and uh it's just sad to see so much fighting because i'm same thing with lemonade i'm just always reminded of how much hurt there is on both sides of the equation um when it comes to the gender and um the the most mostly the heterosexual people black people but also you know lgbtq people as well that have been affected by the the way we treat each other the way society treats uh treats us and the way that we are so callous towards each other and uh it's it's like when shit like this happens i look forward to hearing the album i look forward to the event but i also look i'm also a little bit i feel trepidation when these events happen because i'm like and now i gotta watch people i love and respect fight with each other all goddamn day because you have a penis and she has a vagina right or, or you know like or you've had an experience in the world where you've been treated this way and they've been treated that way and people get defensive and all that kind of shit but i just love the art man i guess good art brings that out in people Mm -hmm. um all right so let's go get back to these emails j full says what up Ryder? karen regarding the anger people have for whitney and carrie fisher i kind of get it but i also kind of don't i lost my mother a few months ago and right before she died she was evicted from her assistant living home for having drug paraphernalia in her apartment while going through her things after her death i found old pictures of her and it made me a little angry she was so beautiful i'd always heard people talk about how beautiful she was ever since i met her at age of seven uh i first met her at the age of seven she looked haggard and beaten down this crack is want to make people do look during her wake slash funeral hearing her brothers and sisters talk about her life before i was born her life before she started using drugs made me sad and angry sure academically i understand addiction is a disease but hearing how she threw her life away and continued to do so for 32 plus years really hurt especially in that moment but this is somebody i had a biological bond with somebody who's who chose drugs over her son for 32 years naturally i'm exponentially much closer to that life than i would be with whitney or carrie all that being said i can understand the disappointment people have but considering they don't know these celebrities in real life i don't understand how they're able to take their disappointment to these vitriolic levels they do Woo, that was a lot but it felt good to get out jay full p.s my nickname for the nigga museum is the black sonia yeah, we had a lot of Blacksonian references up there. I like Nick Museum, personally, but I understand. Blacksonian is also good. And it don't offend as many people as Nickel Museum. Um, yeah, man, uh, the only thing I would say is like, that's your mom and that's your personal relationship and you're probably angry at the relationship y'all never got to have. Mm-hmm. Uh, that's totally fucking different than strangers on the internet talking about, uh, Whitney Houston and her talent and her money and shit like that because uh, a lot of that is jealousy for mm-hmm. them like if i had that money and i had that talent i wouldn't be doing no drugs i do differently and all this shit um so i would look at it like that um i don't know enough about uh your relationship with you and your mom and to tell you what to do or what to think uh about that shit to be honest but um you know that's that might be anger you have forever dog you know it's unfortunate but i i mean like you said academically you can wrap your head around it but emotionally it's scarring even knowing that uh it is a disease addiction is a disease it's not, you know like that shit ravages people um you know at some point it's not even really about making a choice over the life that you could have had and shit it's just this is what i need to be able to feel just okay like that's how fucked up drugs are um and and yeah i'm sorry i'm sorry that happened man rest in peace to your mom but Mm -hmm. i'm sure she's not suffering anymore um and i'm sure that uh you know uh maybe that can bring some closure to you you know and uh i'm glad you're talking about it and i hope you're getting that out you know uh maybe have therapy or something if, if you got that going that's good but yeah i think what you're talking about is not close to what these motherfuckers that are like Mm -mm. carrie fisher was on drugs like those people they don't give a fuck you know uh but yeah and then also the other reason i don't fuck with people that do that shit is because some other people's lives been affected by addiction, dog. Like mm-hmm. I might have people in my family that had affect that that fought in that battle and fight that battle every day. Come on. And if God forbid something happened and they do end up in you know fucking um, you know rehab or overdose or something like that, like I'm not I'm 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 not gonna be the kind of person that's like you know fuck you for that like that's a that's a mistake it happens to people fall off the people do shit i it's a fight that they have that some a lot of us can't really relate to because we don't have that same fight right so i won't be judging them it's, um, it's a struggle
0: and everybody has their struggles uh different variations of struggles but everybody has their struggles, and a lot of times I think when it comes to drugs and alcohol or, or people that are addicted to sex because it's something that you can physically see and point your fingers out and judge openly and publicly, people have a tendency to be very harsh about those things
1: versus a lot of people have addictions and suffer with shit in silence that don't nobody know about. Lakita says, Hey Rod and Karen, can I start with saying congrats on nico Khan 2017? I watched the video and it was so family. Karen was beaming with joy. Rod looked like he was in his element. And contrary to what Justin thinks, he wasn't awkward at all and he did great. I he hope did. that nico Khan continues to grow and flourish. Now, appropriation. I very much agree with Rod. I get so confused about what should and shouldn't be considered appropriation. I usually just stay out of the argument. Take Eminem. I don't see it as appropriation. He grew up in that world. So is it still appropriation? because for all intents and purposes it is his culture right or am i missing something and if bruno grew up on funk music and it was a staple in his home is that still appropriation for showing his appreciation uh my aunt adopted three white siblings years ago to the u.s uh to the u.s they're black but oh and to us they're black <laughs> the u.s but that's true too uh But when they go out into this world i imagine they're called all kinds of wiggers and any other thing that can uh people can think to say when these boys are with their friends and they say nigga it's nothing to us same as if a black cousin said it but we all know if that shit got said around the wrong one there could be trouble i really get discombobulated about this topic yeah that um yeah that uh white people saying nigga shit i just know the rules down here like there ain't yeah, nobody can't ever speak for nowhere cool. else in the country but down here yeah if people make not the that assumption
0: fly. that you know we, we ain't go, but like this I can't one test drop rule you on the spot so if you identify and had to care the, the risks of the white for the average person going you white don't say it
1: yeah so I don't know the rules where y'all at uh y'all family might treat that shit different but mm-hmm. yeah other motherfuckers do not let that shit slide but the uh but yeah that's the other thing though um the thing with Eminem is he grew up, quote, unquote, around that culture, but he also knew not to violate in certain areas. Right. But when he was on stage with Dre and them, he'd be saying nigga to the song. Like, if the song chorus had something, something nigga, he's singing it. Like, I remember people trying to be like, see, he racist. I'm like, or he on the stage and the song has nigga in the chorus and everybody is saying the chorus like. You're Oh, okay. Well, let me refresh, guys. Give me one second. Sorry about that um uh, don't even know why that happened be right back uh but yeah i i, I don't know man i, I feel like uh yes you'll never see a white dude able to make music talking about nigga nigga this and that and rap like so there are lines that people don't you know don't let get crossed
0: mm-hmm.
1: all right i should be back on
0: no problem oh
1: well yeah there's lines people don't let you cross like eminem couldn't drop no niggas um but we might call him my nigga you know but you can't but he can't say it right completely different rachel dollars whatever her new name is is appropriation marcher masters yeah. aka eminem my nigga so are these other are rules to this i'm just not one to be bothered by certain things and i want to be careful to not get my black card snatched because i'm not jumping up to point out when people are wrongly appreciating blackness is there a handbook thanks to all your thought-provoking conversation. i love you guys lakita dwelling out in the possibilities i'll say this lakita um you just gotta um you, you you just gonna have to take that take that chance you just gonna have to be out there um reading tumblr that that's the that's where you can go learn about appropriation. Now you're gonna be on that for hours and hours if not days Ooh, on end. Weeks and months. But uh you gonna have to go to appropriation mm-hmm. Tumblr and find Don't all the all the rules. Don't do it. Mm mm. mm It's a lot. It's a lot, I'll just tell you that much. You're drowned in words. The motherfuckers got dissertations, dog. Mm mm. Uh Ralph Trezvan Slander and Don't Pay My Calls. Oh, uh, I already paid your calls. Rue says, Hi Rider karen This is Rue, aka Kinky Hawked Curl. And although I been away, I felt I uh, felt your call out of our sensitive Ralph T. Sorry. With a drawn loose cigarette was hilariously uncalled for. Fake outrage. <laughs> Just kidding. No, apparently I kept getting cut off, so if you can note both calls. It's too late. I'm sorry. I played, played them. them but we i thought the calls were adorable really. me too uh julie writes hi rider Ry- care hippie recognized hippie episode 1469 negro con recap here's the thing rider care here's the thing when you say you've been on some hippie shit lately i'm gonna take the liberty of telling you that lately it's underselling it the reason i listen to you and karen in addition to being able to actually laugh about this terrible ridiculous world is because you represent and celebrate our resilience at every turn you and karen are always ultimately about peace and love and it don't get no more hippie than that it's that energy in your conversations that resonates with people it's the fact that you can hold complexity sit with it make a joke out of it and call it out and call out when it doesn't have anything to do with what's just or what's actually right hell it's your ability to call ideas out for even trying to pass themselves off as complex when they're just painfully obvious simply simple truths that make y'all such a harbor for us we're we're validated by you and we're challenged by you that's a formula for growth and if growing makes us sound like hippies i'm here for every single bit of it oh thank you yeah because we all about peace and love like really though like i'm about this war i kill a mm-mm, nigga oh no no
0: okay mm-mm, we we don't do none of that here
1: when you described the love and support you felt from your tribe at NegroCon, i like to think that was some of that hippie energy you were feeling in that experience maybe it's the times truthfully though uh when where has there ever never been a was there ever been a good time that's a good point maybe it's just whatever life experience you accumulated so far that you uh, that are informing how you're thinking about things and maybe it's the fact that acting out of fear and ego preservation feels so kind of the inner peace that you just don't want any of that if you can help it i see you and karen are striving to make common sense in fact more common anyway that's where your allusions to your hippie thoughts led me just wanted to let you know that me too also in addition as well as i feel you as a as i refer to the writings of people who who've been or are trying to stay in the same mind space i've encountered a core philosophy and that is build a society where it's easier for people to be good to each other the struggle is real and yet i see you and karen trying to do your part to build that society to make us feel like we matter to make us feel real uh so in the immortal words of a dearly departed disco diva Sylvester, you make me feel <laughs> mighty real Uh anyway, thank you for Yes yeah, Sylvester. Thank you with the uh, with love, Julie. PS I'll assume you let the third good Marshall trailer during the BT award slide, recognizing his Chadwick Boseman's contractual obligation to fulfill a trilogy of biographical Negro figures of a point before the revolution that is black panthers upon us in February. Oh, I just didn't mention it. Cause y'all already know. Y'all, if you listen to this show, y'all already know, uh, if it's a historical nigga to be played, it's going to oh. be Chadwick.
0: Mm-hmm.
1: Like don't even, I know it's all kinds of niggas that are turned around at audition. Like God damn Chadwick. Here? Um, well,
0: why well, Why? Well, take my name off the road.
1: Right. Uh, you can just mark me down uh and uh yeah man i have been on some hippie shit lately man i haven't even told all y'all all all the stuff yet because it's not i'm still fleshing some of it out but uh i don't know i've just been thinking about things differently Uh, i've been thinking about the way people interact the way that we connect to each other Mm -hmm. Uh, i feel like uh uh we are all energy because y'all know i don't really believe in uh religion and shit. But I do feel like we are all energy and the way that we uh impact each other is a result of that energy, whether it be negative or positive. Right. Um, I don't think you can do positive things or negative people. Uh, you mm-hmm. need people that's gonna support you. You need mm-hmm. people that's focused on trying to put some good out in the world. And there's right. a lot of people that's disguised as one or the other, but um you know i think that energy though and knowing how it impacts each other how it like fuels each other i think that's important man i think uh i would like for my legacy on this planet to be that i spread positive energy towards people and try to make them feel included and try to make them feel uh appreciated um more so than taken from people um and i do feel like uh you know if it, it, like we don't have the science behind it yet like we don't have the numbers like i don't know how you but it doesn't mean it's not real because i do know when we all have been in a situation where we walk when somebody came in a room with a sour attitude and we could feel it yes sir but we've also been in a situation where so where you came in with a sour attitude but because of the way we interact with each other and like the way that that equation would work out it almost like you absorb some of their energy and they take a little bit of your negative and 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 yet it increases you um and we've had situations where we've been decreased by other people If you've had a bad manager uh something like like i feel like it's real i feel like emotional is. energy is not really respected it's not really discussed it's, it's not, not really um it's just seen as like this and maybe because people associate it with being a woman and feminine and shit but right
0: but that ain't that ain't got nothing to do with it but yes because i've been in a situation where people walk in the room and you could the whole energy of the room changes off of one person
1: yeah and i feel like social media is a lot of that mm-hmm. like it's really because you don't have a physical body you don't have to be in someone's physical presence to still be affected by their mood and right you know some people are more protective of their mood some people are more uh adversarial with their stuff some people are belligerent some people are welcoming like it just depends on the people but everybody has like this addition and subtraction over their head almost that they're constantly looking to fix this equation to solve it to get to wherever they feel they need to be so i think that's a lot of it to me and i think uh you know kind of seeing the world that way it changes how i view certain people and shit because sometimes i just see like nobody wants to be injured nobody wants to be sucked dry but at the Mm -mm. same time like sometimes i see people i'm just like oh that person's hurting Mm -hmm. like that they're just in pain oh that person's just protecting their ego Mm -hmm. that person's just protecting their injury in their inner their energy Mm -hmm. and some people are protecting their injuries but the point being like uh that's how i view a lot of shit now and i know that's kind of weird but Uh -uh. you know i feel like uh you know when you uh whenever someone's gone like some some people have had such drastic effects that's why we feel bad when people die uh knowing that their that energy is gone but that's really that energy is dissipated to all of us like when uh george michael dies all the music that he's ever all the ways he's made us feel all the ways you dance that still exists in the world and mm-hmm. when a song comes on you can still feel that when people hear our podcast they can still feel that um when people interact with you and stuff like when people like it all just kind of matters so uh that's why i say i'm on some hippie shit that's kind of just part of the way i've been thinking like for a while now because it's just like you know some of these fights and shit i see people fighting i'm like you're not really fighting that person you're Newt. fighting the world and you're fighting something inside of you to find a balance you need there's something that you need and i don't like i can't give it to you necessarily right. but there's something that you need and it's not this twitter fight it's not this facebook fight something bigger it's not yeah it's not whatever this thing with your ego it's something bigger in the universe that you need that's not and it, and you feel imbalanced inside and that's why you see people that are always on the attack you see people that are always looking to fall out with somebody looking for a fight when there isn't a fight looking to you know looking to uh people that i can never be wrong people that can't keep friends it's imbalances in people and and if we don't get to the core how to solve that then none of the shit matters because once you out of this sucker you gone you know and all people have left is the energy and the effect that you had on them that's what people remember as their memories and shit is right you know oh i remember her she was a real piece of work you know i remember this person oh they were a real sweet person they were
0: nice negative or positive people yeah
1: that's all people got when you gone so I would like to have as many people uh, as possible that I did interact with uh, remember me fondly, and I would like to same. do the same with them, you know?
0: Yeah, same here, and that's why I try my best, even though it's, ho- it's easier on some days than others, but I try my best to be very positive and have a very positive outlook, you know, kind of rainbows and sunshines every single day mm-hmm. um, because it's one of those things to where – like I said, you don't know how you affect people, your interaction with people, and things like that. And it's one of the things where, uh, I know that a lot of people kind of feed off my positive energy, you know, because I have people say, you brighten my day, you know, i you know, I enjoy your energy. And I remember one time, it was hilarious, I worked at, uh, Papa John's years ago, and, uh, somebody asked me, it was a male, a white male employee. He said, Karen, I said, yes. He was like, um, do you have a period? I say uh yes i do Uh yeah i have a
1: period that's it's, a very inappropriate question to ask at work but I, okay. I
0: was a child i was like 70. now I an adult, i'm like you know i would respond completely different now right um so this is when i was younger and first i had first started working
1: he was trying to imply that because you will that you must not ever get a period because you never have an attitude right
0: well, yeah that's right that's
1: real fucked up but i feel right. what you're saying
0: Right, yeah, yeah. Now, looking back on it, I understand that. But at the time, it was, I looked at him like, yeah, like, I was like, nah, like, yes, I do. Uh, I'm fine. Like, that ain't got nothing to do with anything. You know. But it it was just weird. But yeah, and I never really thought of it like that before. But as you said it, yeah, that's why he implied that. But that's
1: also why there's people that you might not even disagree with them. You might actually agree with them, but you have to have them out of your life because they, the imbalance is that they're always sucking out of people. Right.
0: They're always just suck.
1: every time they show up. This is what's wrong. This is what I don't like right. about they, that. They never
0: give. This, it's always my time. life
1: is the worst. Uh, nothing is good. I'm not thankful for anyone or anybody. And also, you know, even like, like I said, even when I look at like events like this album and how people received the album for Jay Z the the album is the event and the tentacles are all of us sucking off of it getting our attention and giving our opinions and thoughts on it Mm -hmm. including this podcast right but sometimes it's like you can just feel like certain people you're like well they're gonna be they're gonna treat it in the most negative like they can they're gonna treat it in the most positive like they can but because like people have energy and they have vibes and shit and they that's just the level they vibing on all the time but we all don't vibe and get along and people are looking for their tribe so they can kind of like hook up and feel more powerful and feel more complete even though like i said even the people that go everybody's a sheep are saying it to each other because they got because they a flock of sheep but they but they over there and they own her like Mm -hmm. so so that's how i look at shit anyway sorry big ass tangent Ah. marissa writes in dear rod and karen first let me say congrats to y'all blowing up very much deserved another shout out to your dad rod i too am a duke blue devil fan and in spite of your unc love kick cap shoes. i still rock with you thank you once again i for one am tired of the blatant tape serena gets steeped in racism and misogyny. just this week tired bitter ass john mackerel who spent venus and serena's whole career disrespecting them decided to chime in on a dumb ass question to try and diminish uh, Serena's career. Serena basically told him to keep my name out your mouth as, uh, politely as one could ever do. Then we got the Washington Post robbing whatever her name is. This irrelevant bitch. <laughs> whose career seems to be of the whitlock sage steel variety the black person white people flock to who shit on other black people all of a sudden at the damn near 30 years of this naked pregnancy shoes by celebs now for some reason the trend needs to end with beyonce and serena they were cool with britney christina natalie portman shakira etc no think pieces at all gee why is that matter of fact the last 10 years average women all over the world are be, have been doing these pregnancy shoes yet beyonce and serena are supposed to be making other women feel insecure that's each individual woman's workout to uh, to work out in her own insecurity and people need to stop putting it on black women clearly they are threatened by black women's embracing of our bodies they are putting it out there when the narrative's been since forever we aren't worthy so many black women so many hate black women loving ourselves we are supposed to feel inferior and like shit and unhappy all the time I say Beyonce and Serena need to just roll out naked pregnancy delivery post delivery pics and let them hating hoes seethe Uh, ah. listen, not only could I, uh, not agree with you more, Come on. uh, I, like, I would go, like, here's the thing with John McEnroe that's even shadier than, than that. I've seen McEnroe give her props.
2: Mm-hmm.
1: Like, he, I've seen him defend her. Yeah, he Multiple times. Mm-hmm. But now he got a book to sell. Right. So he hopped right on that third rail, which is criticizing Serena because he knew that that shit brings attention to his, his book. book. Secondly, the little journalist that was interviewing him, she ain't slick either. Cuz she knew what she was doing with that question. He said, if you look at the context of that interview, she he just had said, she is the greatest female tennis player of all time. Period. Hands down. Then she goes, only just female? Cuz she knew what the, the it was a loaded question so he would be had to be like Well, I don't think she could beat a man in tennis. Which, honestly, one, who's to determine what the measure of greatness is? Because we just looking at accomplishments. Fuck the men, too. Right? I beat all the niggas in front of me. That's the only thing I can do. Like, I don't know. You know, like, it's like being like, Diana Taurasi ain't great because she can't dump like Jordan. It's like, well, she's not playing Jordan. She's dominating the people she's playing. You can take it real literal or you can just be, uh, when you say greatness, understand that greatness is not a necessarily a measurable term that is measured in the same way every time. Anyway, cause, cause when I think of greatness, I think about her endorsements. I think about the fact that she's for, uh, equal pay for, for, uh, and how the, the strives that they, that her and her sister have made, uh, to get the, uh, tennis association on that. Um, I think about the fact that she is so pro black and outspoken about it. I think about the fact that she's on a board of a, um, uh, a, a survey monkey, which is a, uh, you know, one of those tech firm tech companies out there in Silicon Valley. Uh, you know, I think about her impact as a celebrity, as a sex symbol, as an athlete, as a spokesperson, all this shit, like all that shit adds up to greatness to me. So I don't know, you know, and well, who the fuck is John McElroy for us to give a fuck? What he thinks, think? Mr. I'm a yell during a tennis match and get damn near kicked off the court every time. Like, he's he's just a high head loud mouth that needs to sell a book in 2017 ain't nobody worried about that shit it's only the people's obsession with serena that killed me his his shit wasn't even as bad as like to me his problem was he doubled down and then he said some shit about she's just emotional because she's pregnant he's a piece of shit trying to promote his book period and people shouldn't even i hope nobody buys that piece of shit book but um the other woman though um the fuck was her name again i just remember because it was uh it was super white it was like robin something anyway whatever her name was right we don't even know her name we don't even know her name mm-hmm. that's what the motherfucking problem is by the way with her and a gang of fucking white women that she could have ghost for because they all sound the same right. that's the problem We don't know y'all name and we don't give a fuck if y'all pregnant or not. Mm. We don't give a fuck about your relationship. We don't give a fuck what you do and you just somehow you mad cause some black women cause you didn't call out these other women. Natalie Portman was just celebrating her pregnancy with a motherfucking full ass music video and a magazine cover and nobody had a goddamn problem with it. Isn't that amazing? Between Beyonce and Serena you had this motherfucker celebrating her pregnancy and the world just understood hey hashtag pregnancy goals right it was fine then nobody said what about the unrealistic uh ideals of her not having uh stretch marks nobody said it everybody was just like oh natalie portman having a baby congratulations to her her husband or however she having that baby that was the end it wasn't no fucking i didn't see not one think piece not one headline and i guarantee this woman didn't write shit about it when it happened Mm -mm. then she got so i read this article and all i'm saying is this i'm not saying you can't disagree as a black woman of course you can disagree but when your shit sounds just like white people i have to wonder like what the fuck you were coming from right because to me it sounds just like that white woman that wrote that shit about beyonce mm-hmm. crying also uh she was comfortable with uh the swimsuit issue for Serena. She was comfortable with the body issue or whatever for Serena. Somehow she not comfortable with Serena Williams pregnant on the cover of vanity. That's too much. You now you done? You tapping out. Let me tell you something, dog. Um cause she was trying to be like, this not it's not uh you know, it they, they it to this self important. Nobody cares. You motherfucking wrong. A lot of people care. A lot of people care. A lot of black women care because serena been her whole life she been playing with she ain't attractive she's been played with she's a man she's been playing with uh you know this black woman playing with these delicate white flowers and you know this like all sharapova gets an umpteen motherfucking thousand endorsements it was a cheating ass and nobody got a motherfucking problem with that though right right like she's just cheating but she still hey i still gotta keep this nike job that's fine didn't lose her
0: endorsements
1: right that's fine right that's right she got all the motherfucking horse steroids in her ass and that's absolutely motherfucking fine right she over here on the motherfucking uh the captain america serum and shit just so she can get her ass whooped by serena sometimes uh uh, uh when serena's pregnant with serena like any version of serena she can't be that's the only thing i was mad about she was suspended when serena was pregnant because i wish she could have played and whooped her ass pregnant and be like and hey, my baby already want to know against your sorry ass anyway uh Ah. nobody got a problem with her though right like like they like someone actually had the words come out their mouth to say serena shouldn't have been in a swimsuit issue because that undermined her wanting equal pay for women in tennis how how the fuck how they how do those two things even matter you pay me what you motherfucking owe me nobody want to watch the men's tennis no more they tune in to see me and when i'm not playing they don't give a fuck about your sport so pay me my motherfucking money so that's 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 another one uh the other thing too she is a celebrity so niggas do care about her being pregnant yes so it was Beyonce. Beyonce shit was on Instagram. It wasn't even on a fucking magazine. Mm-hmm. How the fuck are you mad if she put some shit on Instagram? You put some shit on Instagram. It's not her fault she famous. If a motherfucker puts some shit on Instagram and everybody want to see it, then guess what? That's the people speaking. People give a fuck about Beyonce's pregnancy who had, uh, what, multiple miscarriages. You know how I many Women have had miscarriages that look up to Beyonce and go, oh, cool. Goals. I got a chance. I'm happy for her. It makes me think of myself look how many women look at serena a woman that people like too manly she'll never get a man i tell you that see her pregnant body on this on the cover and go look at the maternal glory that this woman is espousing right now to everybody and go i'm getting my motherfucking life as a black woman to this shit it's always when black women get their joy that we gotta have these conversations where it's like how can i derail this shit why can't we just say congrats Good for Serena. You could have saved your exact fucking draft for the next white woman to get a cover and and write that shit about her and Natalie Portman, but you won't. They never do. That's the problem that's the only shit that bothers me is that we can't stay consistent because I know for a fact this shit is racially motivated. That's it. We had a whole fucking breakdown like two years ago on the show where somebody wrote this article about Serena's body and how it was unfair advantage to, and these white women just weren't winning because they didn't want to lift weights and shit. And it wasn't any skill to Serena. She's just overpowering everybody. And some dumbass white woman wrote our motherfucking show trying to act like, no, it's not racism. It's Bitch, I know when it's motherfucking racism because I'm black. I can tell it. I can smell it. I can fucking sense that shit. So, yeah, it's racist for y'all to take Serena's cover and start dissecting in the other shit about uh, she's not really a celebrity. We don't care. Well, I don't know. She's on the cover of Vanity for some reason. I don't know. Why is she on the cover? Why do we give a fuck about who she's married to? Nobody knew that white man's name till she he showed up with serena and we was like who this white man now everybody like oh that's her husband y'all uh, fiance even we care about when she gets married we care about when she's dating we care when she dated drake when she dated Kanye, we care about all that shit we care when she win the tournament we care what she's wearing we care what she's, we care what she's in a swimsuit and we care when she's eating a motherfucking sandwich because she's a goddamn celebrity so her pregnancy is news how the fuck can we pretend that this shit isn't news it's it's fucking infuriating and it feels just like we all being gaslit for some reason where it's like nah nothing to see here guys no one gives a fuck i'm sorry i guess i'm no one then because i do give a fuck and i do root for serena and i'm proud and i'm happy for her to be on the cover and i hope that these motherfuckers leave her alone during her pregnancy and stop talking shit about her and i hope that everything go okay with the baby i don't know if we had this reverence for pregnancy can't you at least save your hot take till the baby come out then like, she clearly said she reading this shit. She like, uh, damn John, can you just keep my name out your mouth? Listen, bitch, you pregnant. That's why you acting this way. Man, I hope she smacked this nigga with a tennis racket the next time she see him. It's, it's, anyway, my point is, it's fucked up and we all see it and it's a clear clear double standard against serena and beyonce and black women and, and, it, and it's, it's ridiculous and i hate that people act like they don't see it too and she was clearly trolling because she was all on, i didn't talk to the artist author i didn't add her another but she was clearly on twitter the whole goddamn day like i'm just a black woman disagree Ha <laughs> ha well you can disagree with my disagreement god you must need the clicks i know they just laid off all them people at mtv so maybe you just need the clicks dog maybe you this how you gonna keep your job maybe that's it and worse at worst case even worst case which i always start with maybe you believe that shit and that's even worse that's even more disgusting <sighs> secondly rod you titling this orange joke with the tie uh with the title of president that's y'all man was spot on this white people entire l they gotta own it everything trump does proves that many of us especially those in new york that he ain't shit and never been shit and never gonna be shit the fake condemnation from many is pathetic he was like this before november 8th mm-hmm. but now he talking about Mika face y'all uh they were cool to still elect him 53 percent high 53 percent white women never forget that bunch the republicans can, uh that fake condemned trump uh then turn around to co-sign this trash. his trash policies can shut up too right john mccain can suck my dick mika and joe were cool when this man was uh trashing everybody else uh hrc uh including hrc hell they interviewed this fool while wearing pajamas once <laughs> they're not getting no case from me the maggots aka make, make oops make america great again voted for trump for this reason yeah i white people tripping right now talking about this the line okay white people lastly there needs to be some law that bans white people from owning acoustic guitars and rod from playing their terrible ass covers man i'm pretty sure the eighth amendment views this is cruel and unusual punishment queen uh karen queen mother help us to end this torture love y'all marissa from the bronx well i was with you to the end marissa now i don't know uh chalissa says hi Rod can't oh I don't, this one, I don't know if you want us to read this on the air but she was saying that uh we should look into trying to get on the Essence Fest or something but she ain't had no links on how to do it I don't know maybe uh, we'll, we'll see I think them niggas need to holler at us you need to be writing Essence Fest and saying what do y'all need to do to get the blackout tips here cause you know <laughs> I don't know if you know this but uh we're kind of a big deal so motherfuckers ask us to go places not the other way around Uh, no offense to Essence Fest but you know Holla at niggas. Uh, 1473. Yo, Rod and Queen Karen. Uh, it's from Tyrone. Uh, about the story in Lakeland, Florida. I live in the city. Sorry. This didn't make the news locally and I bet it was a person of color who assisted the child. Lakeland is a 90% white city and I have no problem believing that resident would think that someone who is trying to kidnap or harm someone doesn't look like them. It's fucked up how you can't, how you can't attempt to do the right thing, but you're subjected to criminal ch- charges. Not Trump's America, but regular America. You gotta play guess the race on that one. I as a black man don't even go running at night in the city because I know this is a Trump city and I'm just trying to live, drink occasionally and do black people. People shit we're just <laughs> that's a good that's a good goal right there put that on the shirt trying to live drink occasionally and do black people shit we're just trying to make the best of a mess situation can the next negro kind be in the a us floridians will travel keep on keeping on uh maybe maybe we'll see
0: we'll see
1: uh title uh kim writes in i'm not sure if my voicemail went through but just want to drop a quick line say thank you for putting me on the title first i was blessed with all the prince's music that mm-hmm. when other sources did not uh didn't have it and now 444 listen 444 reminds me of how your comments got me to switch from apple music to title much love it's so black oh also jay-z and beyonce promoting the fuck out of that platform bravo motherfuckers you know always got some slick shit to say but they know what they doing when they sell that shit eventually for a big ass increase everybody gonna be like well goddamn, they did it again but they know what they doing
0: yeah and sprint got that free shit and you didn't sign up for so like no 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 what you ain't gonna do is sign up today
1: right um hi rider karen let me just start off by saying i was so excited to see y'all at negro con this is from nell i had such a good time meeting everyone like rob being an introvert and around a group of people is tiring for me jerry also left me uh left me to go and mingle with people but it was fine i got to talk to people like wonga and ed and brandon plus it was worth it to get a hug from karen oh i really hope you guys enjoy the afro head run. oh we share yes
0: thank you baby uh
1: i think i'm gonna mix it with some dr pepper okay i know y'all like wine as well so we need to figure out a way to get y'all some stella rosa peach where i tell you that shit will have you singing smiley face yes. anyways i'm going to keep this short i feel i feel like you guys would have loved blur con it's relatively new but i love it some of the panels were lit here's a few pictures from the day uh day one take care oh oh she included some pictures of them oh uh, cosplaying stuff hold on let me put this in the chat so y'all can see it uh this is adorable though um and i didn't know about blur man is that a black girl nerds thing or is that something else um i'm um, not sure yeah i i just literally had not known nothing about it but blur con Aww. does sound
0: dope
1: Yep. uh wally flash uh who is it is that rick and Mort black rick and morty oh, oh nigga yes that's so cute oh Riri oh you got star trek
0: oh, oh.
1: oh this this is fucking adorable i couldn't
0: oh that melts your heart right there.
1: i couldn't go see it because i i would just be in there crying all day like look at these beautiful black peoples <laughs> <laughs> they're so beautiful nerds uh episode 1472 racism overload by kimori who says hi rod and karen i love your show and i've been an avid listener since i stumbled upon it a year ago at first i thought the show was going to be about eating out at different restaurants and i almost unsubscribed to it but i'm glad i clicked play anyway this episode made one thing clear we need white people news seriously white people news is a therapeutic buffer from all the depressing fuckery that goes on i was so depressed after this episode i had to go back to a white people news segment on a previous episode to get my spirits back up as for NegroCon 2017, it was awesome hearing the episode. And let me just say, hearing a whole group of people singing along to the songs is so awesome. I'm surprised you didn't go, you didn't do the Negan Lean. Ha! Anyway, greeting from Northern Canada and keep up the good work. The Negan Lean. That would be pretty good. Uh, alright, man. That's everything. Woo. This, uh, turned out to be a long one. I didn't mean for it to be, but we got to talking. Uh, we will talk to y'all, um, tomorrow at 10 a.m. with, uh, Marsha and ray from misandry uh podcast which if you guys haven't listened to you should all go check it out kill all men um until tomorrow i love you
0: i love you too Ah.